If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Woke up quick, right about 3 p.m. Just knew that I had to do TRPE soon. <laughs> you fucked that one all the bad. way. Bad. And I dropped my water and everything. It was bad. Nonetheless, it's not how you how you start, it's how you recover. And finish. Episode yeah. 19 of Rose Podcast Average, your boy C. Diddy. Matt makes me sick. Before we even get into all of the popping circumstance and all of the shit that we do here every single week, we got a special guest in the building. Introduce yourself, sir. What's up? This is Curtis Bryant, filmmaker from Philly. Got a new movie, Deuces, on uh, Netflix, starring Lorenz Tate, Megan Good. Getting a lot of... Uh, Great reviews. Did y'all see it? I seen it. Yeah, you seen it twice. And you've read the shit out of them index cards. <laughs> no, no one else has got the intro right. Intro. <laughs> no, when we look, bring I, them I on think this it's the setting, man. This shit is intense here. Like, y'all, got, y'all got some like good a real shit production, here. right? I got, I got a bottle of water in front of me. Like y'all know how to take care of a nigga. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> no, we appreciate you being here today, man. I appreciate um, y'all, man. Before we get into the whole rundown of the show, we definitely got some administrative things to cover. First and foremost, therealestmerchever.com is now live. The website is up. The website is up. Therealestmerchever.com is now live. We got three pieces available for pre-order today um, with more to come soon. Uh, it's just basically the signature logo uh, pieces, two different color shirts, and, the, of course, the dad hat. The dad, the the dad hat dad is hat. the new form of social justice. Right. I'm wearing a dad hat right now with the snowman's logo on there. We have one just like this with our logo on there. <laughs> Um, so my head is too big for dad hat. So <laughs> I'm getting a bucket. We, Matt we needs a granddad hat. We've been talking about this bucket for weeks. Yo, <laughs> when I get my TRPE bucket, you'll see it. You know so yes, uh, the realestmerchever.com is live. Make sure you use promo code TRPE for free shipping within the United States. If you live outside the United States, it's nothing I can do for you. No, um, you're gonna have to pay. <laughs> you gotta pay that tariff. <laughs> yeah, and it, it'll be on its way. Yeah, I mean we're gonna send it nonetheless, but uh, you gotta go ahead. And pay that so yeah check us check us out the realestmerchever.com um we got some more sponsors coming up we'll talk about them later in the show um but again we have my main man here uh curtis bryant we uh we go back a very long time kurt actually did a film project for me once upon a time when i was uh you know in the music industry that shit is over with um <laughs> as you can see from evidence here um right, in yeah, this you, lovely you podcast need, studio you talking shit somewhere <laughs> right on, on some microphones just talking i've shit. uh rebounded nicely right, from that right. from that past situation and um website uh, it was working earlier what the hell it's cool we'll, we'll get that right I think it's like a redirect issue or whatever yeah, like but that. it does send you to the to the eventually yeah <laughs> After like a two, two or three redirects. Yeah, it, it redirects there. Go past some other shit, it goes right to it. If the direct site, therealestmerchever.com, doesn't work, try therealestmerchever.myshopify.com. You'll get there one way or another. Or we could just put Technical the links in our bio. That's going to happen also. Yeah. That's happening right after the show. Um, so, yeah, me, me and Kurt go back uh, a while. He did a film project for me um, for my former artist slash family member, uh, Al. Shout uh, out to Al. Uh, yeah, just got, got married. Just right. got married in right. Vegas. We had a great Al, time. Al hates me. Like, we got like... <laughs> We got like a love hate relationship. Yeah. He hates me, but he he would probably if he had four dollars left, he would give me two. I, I know that, but shout out to him <laughs> getting married. Uh, big step, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, two thousand twelve, we had the film project. I showed my girl, and you know, me and my girl are like trying to figure out. My girl wants to do Costa Rica and this and that. Yeah, and I showed her like 
yeah, like Al's picture, like him and his wife, like, yeah, like, and she was like, what do you want to get married in Vegas? I'm like, no, I want to get one of those wave things <laughs> with the, the, the Khalil Kane girl. Yeah, the Raheem. I want one of them joints bad. But yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> get to know me. Yeah, get to know me. Project. That was uh, 2012. I do remember that. Yeah. Well, 11, 12. Yeah. I think we shot it in 11. Shot in 11, released in 2012. And, um, you know, we had the big release event, Sigma Sound. Wow. Like 400 people. But it was 700. Wow. See, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was it was 700 people. Yeah. We had everybody came, performed, all that shit. Um, so, yeah, me and Kurt definitely go back. Right. Kurt has now fully graduated. Um, oh, before we move on, I just want to say with that project, working with Chad, everything was A1. It wasn't any doubt of anything, no money issues, no ego stuff. And, I'll, you know, the whole crew, uh, yeah. one thing crew, black, you know, does, everybody. Uh, That's one thing I give him. Like, like, dealing with, I always say, like, niggas, it'd be the hardest thing on earth. Hardest but Chad is, is right. one when it comes to And most of, of it, as I learned in this industry, is ego. Like, motherfuckers will think, like... What's crazy is, though, he got one, but he can turn the shit off. And right. Like, everybody has so an ego. Normal. Like, everybody yeah. has some type People of tell ego. me I don't want, I don't believe it. But you it's like, ego now. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, Chad really, like, he, the humility is, is right. You know what I'm saying? Everything was A1. And he come oh! Good. My bad. I gotta say, Chad Grandpa is the, the realest. realest nigga. <laughs> the realest. A lot. Poos, the Poos. realest. Poos had so many gems and stories <laughs> for us. That all started at Richards. Yeah, <laughs> the, the bar. He the used bar to hang at Richards. Out. Listen, so I had the red Benz. You know, I just right. pull up at Richards, <laughs> and uh, nigga see me there with his bitch. And I'm like, nigga, what do you want me to do, nigga? You know, he your said, bitch chose I, me, nigga. I, fuck you. And I took the bitch. And so I took the bitch and I fucked her. Then I gave her back and, and said, I, don't leave the nigga. If you leave the nigga, I dump you, bitch. <laughs> and I dropped her back off at, at Richards. Richards. <laughs> Richards was the, yeah. the alpha and omega of everything, apparently, in the 70s and 80s. Like the yeah. cheers to the old niggas. <laughs> and that and Big George is on 52nd right. Street. You Big know the George nigga Big George on the Yeah, uh, George, yeah, he's a bitch ass nigga. Uh-uh. on 52nd and Market. <laughs> was, was my my grandpa the other day was talking about the Earl Theater. You ever heard of it? No. Y'all know you have it. No. Because he's telling me and my dad about <laughs> this shit. And he's like, yeah, y'all remember the Earl Theater? He's like, I remember going there to see the Beatles when they was young oh, men. And yeah. I'm like... Nigga. <laughs> so me and my pop looked it up. The Earl Theater closed in 1962. I'm looking at him like, wow. fam, I was born in 84. Why would I remember this shit? It's 22 <laughs> years my senior. Yo, for real. Of me being born. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out my grandpa, by the way. Man. His birthday is tomorrow. Same. Him and Kirk got the same yeah. birthday. few hours. Uh, my grandpa's going to be 90, 97 tomorrow. So Kurt's not going to be 97 Kurt's tomorrow. Kurt's not going to be 97. I'll, I'll be a young 32. A young 32. Give me thirty two. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but I, uh, I gotta get one of them fucking caps. <laughs> when you got a full head of hair, you can pass the youngest shit. That's yeah, crazy. You need Kane. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, the realest nigga alive is is not your old head that sell Reggie <laughs> on your block. Ain't none of these fucking rappers. It ain't even Jay Z. Nah, it's, it's poops. poops. It's the nigga alive. Tell us about your film, man. So Deuces is about a cat that's big time in the in the drug game. Don't ruin it for people though. Okay, I won't. I Don't promise. Won't. So big time. I would still want him to watch it. Yeah, and he's uh, you know, trying to do other things, big time things, and he doesn't really know which way to go. Then you have the undercover cop who's sent in to take him down, and he's kind of in the same position. He wants to be a part of something bigger. That's why he kind of took the mission. So they're really 
from two different worlds, but have some of the same goals, which in life, you know, is, is, is really uh, relevant. Yeah. You know, coming from two different backgrounds and everything. And then, you know, Megan Good is in it. She's the love interest, uh, great love interest. Might I add? Megan Good. She's my love interest. She, <laughs> she, she done turned yeah. her whole life around. All that's over now. Yeah. She's like completely like on the other side. Yeah, she's a holy roller. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but they were all very cool to work with. I had no, as we say, ego, no egos. And I'm pretty, and they, they're stars. Uh, Lorenz Tate is mega star. Lorenz Tate is a legend. Right. A-list, mega A-list. You know, Lance were all stars. Lala was in it too. You know, she's A-list. Uh, but they were all cool to work with, though. That's dope, man. How did that uh, film project come about? Well, so from the beginning, I'll, you know, even get to know me times when we did that, I always wanted to produce. I always wanted to put the project together. I never thought about writing. I just wanted to be the, the one that put the pieces to the puzzle together. And, you know, producers have links to money i ain't have nobody that had no money right, right, right. so i'm like all right how can i get in the game all right fuck it let me write this shit let me sit down and learn how to write a script learn how to write um was i'm, I'm sorry take that i was learning how to write <laughs> wrote the script um you know my mentor who i came in the game with jamal hills you know shout out to him you know he did y'all know him from streets and he did brotherly love so uh, I took him the script. I was like, you know, just tell me what you think about it. Like, I ain't, that, that was it. And he was like, yo, this shit is kind of good. Yeah, <laughs> like, I might have a deal for it. So I said, all right, you know, do what you can, you know. He was like, uh, he, he gave it to the folks at Flavor Unit, which is Queen Latifah's mm -hmm. company, who produced uh, Brotherly Love for us. And he was like, they like it, but, you know, it needs some changes. So he was like, you know, um, you know, can I get on this joint? Which I'm like, yeah, you know, why not? Fuck it, come on. So we co-wrote it, we fixed it up, and, you know, got the deal, and on Netflix today. And yeah. BT. Yeah, it just aired on, on BT, BT, right? Yeah. Because, because, uh, one of my homies who shall remain nameless was like, yo, I'm gonna write a script for a movie, but, like, it's not intelligent. You know what I mean? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? So like, I remember seeing like the first like page, and I could like see like the two main characters. One name was Greg. One name was Mike. And that just said Greg. Yo boy. Yo boy. <laughs> yo boy. <laughs> Where the hoes at? Mike, what's up with you? Greg ain't shit. I'm like, pull that shit up, man. Cut that shit out. Yo, I get, I get Take those your sent dumb to me. Work. I get those sent to me all the time, man. And I'm just like, yo, boy. Yo, like, I had to start, like, when people send me scripts to look at, uh, to see if the structure's right, the story right. Like, I started charging for that shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's time. Yeah, it's like. It's brain power. You burning brain right. cells reading bullshit. I can't read this shit all through. <laughs> I can't get past page two with this shit, man. So, but yeah, but tell so you, I've really seen that on paper. Yo, boy, what's, what's up, up with you? you? Ain't shit. Like that's the opening three lines of the movie. <laughs> Silly oh, as shit. shit. Oh man. So what's next for you though? Well, um, anything working, on the on the agenda? I'm working on something directly with, with Netflix. Deuces, I wasn't directly in with Netflix. That was through Flavor. That's their deal. Okay. Now you're in. Their content. Now you're in. The now you're in. <laughs> so when, so now you're in. because we talked about this before. Gor Gordon, you out. When Gordon, you in. When can me and Chad, like, do the new school, who's the man? Which you was yeah. the director. <laughs> well, one, I, I don't direct. 
Come that on. Way. I don't direct. I'm not a director. I don't I don't want to do that. I don't Can I tell you how me and Kurt were at the game and I was like trying to tell him about my stand up and he was like so annoyed with me? No, he's I wasn't. Like, That's a lot. He's like, yo, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying to watch <laughs> this game. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you see the Morris twins out here, nigga? <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? I was like, no, Time Matt, and place. That's what's up? I was like, Matt, tell me a joke. He wouldn't tell me a joke. I was like, all right, I'm, all right I'm nigga, you want right. to tell jokes, I'm, nigga? Tell right. a joke right I'm, now. That was your audition. That was your cast. <laughs> I'm out. I'm, I'm not talking about Dude. this shit no more. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, man, but that's what's up. I, I watched the movie. It was pretty good. You're, you've had your hand in a lot of, like, the... Movies that go on from like this area too, like the Brotherly Love Streets. You've been yeah. in like everything. I mean, like 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 I was saying, um, I came into the game with a team. You know, Charlie Mack, Jamal. I was blessed. You know, a lot of people don't have mentors and they try to figure it out on their own. Right. You know, so I came in um, with people who's be, who've been through it before. So mm-hmm. you know, anything I any questions I had, I would go to them. You know, I still go through my own shit, different from them, but you know. Um, it was a, it was it's a big help honestly to to be around them and to be in the places I've been. In when Kobe like and uh, when Kobe was here and he was passing Shaq for fifth all time scoring, mm-hmm. remember that game? I had front row seats to that game, like really like row A seats. Mm-hmm. And I remember me and Ross was coming down like the steps, going to the seats. <laughs> Charlie Mack turned around, was like, "Oh, what's up with you, big homie?" And and like gripped me up. <laughs> And like Ross was like, "Damn, I know you know Charlie Mack." I'm like, "I don't." <laughs> but this shit looked mad fly, so I'm gonna let it rock. Like what? <laughs> like straight up, he had to mistake me yeah, for somebody I see, else. I see. Uh, I seen Mac. He was at Vandy Grand recently. He was leaving out. He was like, "Oh, what's going on, nephew? How are you? Oh, y'all out of here, y'all." <laughs> Charlie's the, the flyest thing ever. Because <laughs> Charlie's so used to everybody recognizing yeah. him and knowing him. So he, he beats you to the <laughs> he punch. He knows that you know him. Right, yeah. exactly. Even if he don't know you, he knows that you know but him. But I'm going to put on a good enough show that even if I don't <laughs> know you, I'm going to make you feel like I right. do know you. You ain't going to turn your back on so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. That's want, hilarious. You want to uh, get to some of the foolishness from the week? We got Kurt here for the whole show. Yeah, Kurt going Kurt to stick around I'm for the whole the show with us. I'm with the foolishness today. <laughs> Kurt told me he was going to yell at me later on in the show about, uh, you know, trying to put me in movies and how hard that is. <laughs> I got All you. right, real quick before we get I into that, uh, new sponsor alert, man. I just want to say thank you. To all of the different companies and business owners around the country that we want to say thank to you, us. not just Chad. Yeah. I thank you also. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Chad, and Justin. We all thank you yes. uh, for for helping us to uh, you know to to expand. further our mission and expand the uh, you know expand the base of the show. I've had several national sponsors reach out to us in the last week. Just people that's like fans of the show or whatever. That's not nothing that's like sourced from no PR or nothing like that. These are people that like really, really mess with the show. And one person in particular, my guy Kemma, um, who's in North Carolina, he has two businesses. His first one is starting their ads to run right now. Um, so for all my HBCU graduates, Howard, uh, Howard, North Carolina A&T, FAMU folks, rep your school with GCK's newest collection. It's called Cultured. You might have seen them featured in Essence magazine recently, and these socks are definitely dope and very different. I have seen them, yeah. Yeah, this is for, on some, you know, for us, by us type stuff. Uh, GCK has the only officially licensed collection of HBCU um, socks at GC Collection with the K. That's G-C-K-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-O-N.com. Um, and for all of you out there who are Greek, they got socks for the whole Divine 9-2, a.k.a.'s, Kappas, Deltas, Qs, even uh, Iota socks for the one dude out there who's listening who's repping Iota Phi Theta. They yeah. got you, too. That's a good business. 
Use coupon code TRPE. We got a coupon we code. Got, we it's got lit. coupon codes it's everywhere. Lit. We Yo, got coupon codes. Made. I'm glad y'all my friends, man. <laughs> uh, use coupon code TRPE for free shipping and $5 off your first cultured order. Um, y'all order some socks, and eventually I can get some free socks. Yeah. So <laughs> go order, get your $5 off at gccollectionwithak.com. Shop the entire collection. And shout out my guy, Kemma, um, out there in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, man. I appreciate Kemma what he said about the podcast. Those were dope words. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kemma, literally, I had a, I had about a uh, about a 30 minute conversation with Kemma the other day. First time talking to him, we was going back and forth via email, and he said basically like he has a group of you know young black men that he's all friends with that uh, basically started at Millersville, and they from all over the country, and they now live literally all over the country. So he has like a friend in Connecticut, he's in North Carolina, right. other friends everywhere else, and they have a group chat, and our podcast came across their group chat. And now it's basically like a big part of like the daily conversation that they have is based around the podcast because we're wow. already having That's some similar conversations. So they like, yo, y'all, Kemma says out his own mouth, y'all show is so good that it made me put my aspirations of doing a podcast on the shelf. Like I'll just rather rock with y'all wow. and support y'all and help y'all get where y'all going yeah, because the way that y'all doing it is so dope and so perfectly how I envision doing my own show. So I'd rather just go ahead and support y'all. And that's big to that's hear from up. somebody else that's who has up. the, you know, the means and the wherewithal to you know, do their own production and all that. And um, we're going to be doing a lot of work with his print company, his marketing company. They do crazy work. He sent me like some screenshots and stuff of it today. Like, Crazy work. Also, wild as the other day, I ran into my man Sam. His older brother is locked up. He was like, "Yo, my bro, like he's like, yo, everybody talking about your podcast, talk the whole city. My bro even fuck with that John." And I'm like, "He's in jail." <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, "Yeah, no, nah, he, you know, he got a phone in there. He be, you know, listening to your joint." I'm like, "Damn, that's crazy." Like they listen to us in the right. jail. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the show is doing good. Like you want to talk shit real quick? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, quality's always going to win. No matter yeah, what. Yeah, I mean... All right, Kurt, we trying to talk shit. The right, whole point of when we started... I'm all inspirational yeah. and shit. The huh? whole point of when we started the show off was like... <laughs> I believed more than Matt believed. Yeah, hell Like, yeah. Matt right. thought that, like, oh, yeah, you know, we do a couple hundred downloads an episode, whatever, whatever, whatever. Cool. Yeah, Matt's not inspirational. I get bills every, like, 19 <laughs> for a month. That's why. Like, so, it like, basically turned into that from now. Like, we have a really huge cult following, like... Still to date, other than like some small like Instagram ads, we've done no external marketing other than that. Like a $30 budget on Instagram ads and shit, like small shit. We have last week our episode 13,000 downloads. Migos for President is approaching 100,000 downloads. Migos for President right now is at 87. That's not including the stream. Right. And this is uh, international. Yes, international. Like, it's crazy. So it's like we have, so it's like literally every single week, whatever the new episode that came out, is the yeah. highest downloaded, and then Migos for President is second. Every single week. That's what's up. It's like we got a couple episodes that are like high teens, low 20s, but for some reason, the Migos for President episode every week gets downloaded another three or 4,000 times. Yeah. And literally, like, just hit me yesterday, like, yo, Migos for President is, like, at 86,000 downloads. And I'm that's like, a word of mouth thing. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the, right. Like, literally, I was telling my mom earlier, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love yeah, you. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And I was telling her, I said, if I would have, if we would have started the YouTube channel with Migos for President, I wouldn't have to promote the YouTube channel ever again yeah. because everybody would have found this one particular episode searching for Migos mm. and found us, thus blowing up the fucking YouTube channel. Y'all give we, me uh, ads for the YouTube 
Um, not yet. We're, we just hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, true. Also. So Dang. shout we, out to that. Keep following the YouTube. Just we, search TRP. We were actually right contemplating naming all the rest of our episodes for like the life of the podcast. Migos for president. president. <laughs> With a different number after. Part 20, part 22, 26, <laughs> 2000. Yeah, folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Ain't mentioning Migos at all in this episode. Um, Fuck it. TRPE Pac is now, I believe, the second most downloaded. No, episode. it's not. Uh, dope Shows is Oh, Dope Shows second. is second. Dope Shows is TRP second. TRPE Pac is third, right? Yeah. Um, and do- shout out to Dope Shows. That, that uh, Rick Ross show was coming up soon, uh, May 26th. Just hasn't given me, given me the total numbers yet. He estimated we're right under 300,000 total downloads That's for everything. Nuts. And uh, he sent me this early. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Let me get to it real quick. Uh, stream numbers are unique listeners. Total streams right now, we're at around 50 grand almost. That's so that's not even with, right. that's not the downloads. That's yeah, that's just the stream off the site channel. Yeah, off the site. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're listening. Yeah. And we appreciate it. No, you know what we I'm definitely saying? appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Continue to spread the word. That's the only way that this show is going to grow. Um, yeah, y'all going to get big and start throwing pool parties and shit. <laughs> well, Chad's going to be in the house. Yeah. We're, we're doing a live show soon. I want to do a live show for, uh, try to do two before the summer is out, one in Philly and then mm-hmm. one in the DMV area somewhere. Yeah, shout out my homegirl Michelle. That was one of yeah. the other day. Our like, support in the DMV is ridiculous. Yeah. Maryland is like on Philly's ass, like in terms of like how many people are listening to the show in that particular area. Seriously, like, Maryland, Maryland niggas <laughs> go in the house. Clean their phone posits, put them in the box, and listen to TRP. And listen to TRP. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Like they, they love twist their dreads, <laughs> but they love the show. <laughs> they listen to do the they, show. Do they still wear the thick tube socks? Is that a thing? No, 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 they stopped there. No, they stopped no, there. Did you yeah. see Wale on a? Uh, oh man, of course I did. He, he was like, <laughs> you, see, you see my Michigan Force. He was like, like Wale always was ill when it came to yeah, with the yeah. shit. Because he, yeah. he he was like the first like big phone posit, flight posit dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It came along. But it's like, yeah, that was I, I, I peep what you were saying last week. Like, it is painful to watch. It's hard. Yeah, it is. It's tough to watch. Very, very painful <laughs> to watch. Is that what? the one when you told the dude you don't have credential? You don't yeah. have a credential to call, call me corny. corny. Right. Yeah. He said, he said, right. he said, when I was in high school, he said we would have, we wouldn't even have came in contact with one another. <laughs> he said, I'm, the, he said, I'd have been with the, I'd have been with the cool kids that play football, get right. girls, get fly. You would have been the nerd that nobody spoke to, right. that didn't wear something until somebody that you thought was cool wore it. He said, I would have wore whatever I wanted and wow. made it fly. You would have been looking for cues from other people on what's fly, and I'm like. He's absolutely right. right. (laughs) It's like somebody that DJ Academics looks up to wore a bunch of off-white shit. He's like, I'm the off-white Don. Like, all I'm doing is wearing off-white. Such a dumbass. It's like, you look horrible every week. (laughs) It's like, you're wearing one of the best designers in the world, and you look horrible every single day, somehow, some way. So, uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, we talked about it last week. My favorite song favorite, on the planet. Uh, <laughs> no bullshit. I literally listened to this song on the way to work four or five times. Then back to back to back. Then I cut back on. We talked about song. it last episode. I said, yo, this song is going to be big. And then a week later, it's fucking number one on the charts. Um, number, I'm the one by uh, DJ Khaled featuring B. Ravelli, the king of R&B, uh, Quavo uh, for president. Uh, Chance the Rapper and Lil Wayne um, debuted first week on the chart, Billboard Hot 100, entered the charts at number one. So basically what that means is the combination of streams, downloads, purchases, 
uh, YouTube, radio play, and all that, the demand was so high, it pushed them to open the chart at number one. Above Katy Perry, who's got a record out with Migos right, right. now, which is probably going to be number one soon. Um, and uh, who else is uh, still on the chart hanging around? Kendrick, mm-hmm. his three, four records, and Ed Sheeran, too. So it was like, we talked about this record last week, and I'm like, yo, this is Khaled's best single in Now Look. It's fucking, right. I believe this is Khaled's uh, first number one on the pop chart. He's had R&B chart number ones with Drake and Ross and all them, but never on the pop chart. So this is first one. You think we that, like, Wait, the joint with T-Pain wasn't number one? Not on the pop chart. I don't, that's crazy if that's the case. Jeez. This really might be Khaled's this, biggest This is his biggest song. Because right. that, you, uh, you know what I'm talking What's the joint he had with T-Pain? I'm uh, so hood? No, that's ghetto nigga shit. Um, Hands go up. Uh, up. And they, they stay there. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I can't remember that. That song got big later. Because that shit was huge. After yeah. it after it simmered for like a year, then that song got big. That's because like Obama, all I do is win. Yeah. Because like win. Obama came out to it and all that. But that was like after it already it had, had like 95 run. remixes. That's yeah. <laughs> like the shit had to be fucking huge. But do you think this is new life for Weezy? Because all yes. this shit even. And now you got the rock. I ain't going to hold you. Weezy on Chance John was like. Damn, Weezy still Weezy. The, yeah. uh, you don't want no problems, yeah, joint. And it's like I don't think the younger, like the the Uzi Yachty fans, don't connect to Weezy the way we do, and we kind of don't connect they to don't, Weezy the same. They don't the connect. Same way. They don't connect that all that shit is Little Wayne shit. They don't understand right. that yeah. all of it, even the fashion, and all, all the southern, yeah. all that androgynous fashion and the skateboard culture and the dreads and all that shit. All that is right. Little Wayne shit. Like he's the. The beginning of all of that shit. And what's, like, what's wild is the, when this Callous song came out, I told you I was like, I fucked with Chance verse. I'm like, Chance ran that joint. But listening to it more warm, like, Wayne's still Wayne. Wayne's still Wayne. When Wayne get on, it's, he just take it somewhere else. And like, I said it last week. I said, I, said, I said, you have the two biggest artists in music on this record. Don't get it fucked up. Lil Wayne is still the biggest rapper. Just because he don't have no music out right now that's like for purchase that's viable, Little Wayne is still stupid popular because he can go and announce a, a Little Wayne tour tomorrow and he going to do fucking 50 million at the gate. Let's do this real quick because Funk Flex is a dickhead. And I'm oh, just, I'm going to go on record <laughs> saying this. Old niggas would die in their beards really irritate the hell out of me. Flex was going in, he decided to go in on Wheezy. Which was like, all right, whatever. You don't really make no sense. But he decided to. I seen you snapping yeah. off about it on Twitter. Then he decided to come at Pac. And it's like. I, I didn't understand that. It, that. It's like, dog. Like, it's like, you, you were on the air when Pac, when the whole thing went down. The same job, same radio station. Exactly. And, and you didn't say anything. No. Uh, and, and and before that, he was beefing with Tackstone. So it's like, dog, you didn't beef yeah. with somebody that's in jail, <laughs> dead, and somebody that has a lawsuit filed in federal court that can't is not getting no resolve right. to the situation and somehow they're all clowns to you and you got on wingtip <laughs> tims maybe you he, have a wingtip <laughs> tims and a beijing in your beard maybe yeah. he knew something we didn't know i think yeah, it backfired <laughs> yeah it's like yo it's like flex who like tat wizza who works for flex tat wizza i'm going to put this shit on you you a smart motherfucker you know about digital marketing and media and all that shit. You very, very smart. Stop this shit because <laughs> you're putting him up to this shit because Flex really don't even know what the fuck is going on for real. He's 55 years old. Yeah, that's what I said. You're putting him Tat was a. I'm putting this on you. You're putting him up to this shit. And you have an open forum to come to the show and disagree with me if you want to or call in or whatever. You're putting him up to this shit because you know everything that goes on in the media. 
you're extremely smart, and you're letting Flex jump out the window over and over again, attempting to go viral, and it's only going to backfire because he looks like a fucking idiot. I watched that live shit, and I'm like, yo, die really make you lose it. Like, I don't know what the fuck Would it you is. you put the cyanide in, in there? <laughs> somebody got the cyanide in Flex Beijing bowl. Like, real shit. It's like Flex really looked crazy last week. Like, thug, you're going at it with pop. Like, relax. You know what I'm saying? You see Charlemagne was like, he's like, I did. He's like, people are like, yo, why you ain't get uh, Flex Donkey today? He was like, well, I did two years ago, and that was a eulogy because Flex was dead to me. And he was like, <laughs> Flex is a corpse. He's like, that's why I think he's beefing with Pac. He's like, y'all are looking at Flex like in like the reality form. He's like, right. Flex been dead for a couple years. <laughs> Quite a while he's now. He's like, up in like hip-hop heaven, Pac probably dissing the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Flex is just going off for him. But I'm like, yeah, it don't even make no fucking sense. Like, and the, uh, my thing with Lil Wayne is Wayne literally from the man who he called dad isn't getting paid to the point where he had to file federal paperwork to try to get his chicken from him. That takes a toll on anybody. And, I don't care who you are. And Wayne ain't the only one suing this motherfucker. That's the crazy So part. if you can find any type of way to try to make it seem like Birdman not tripping, you're dick rotten. Didn't like, Manny Fresh say, like, yeah, I got to sue him, like, every two Manny years? Manny Fresh say got to sue him every two years. Juvenile had to sue him. BG had to sue him. Turk had to sue him. Jay Prince, uh, uh, Jazz Prince right now is suing him again. After just getting paid, I got to sue you again. And that ain't somebody you want to fuck with. Outside you know what I'm saying? federal court. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, all of these people can't be wrong. So for Flex right. to try to sit here and make it seem like Lil Wayne is tripping and, oh, you need to just release a song and get hot and this and that, dog. He got. He was just part of a number one record, the record with Chance. He part of another number one record right now. Mm-hmm. It's like Little Wayne ain't no slouch. Little Wayne was the let's, industry let's for a long time. Let's not trip, dog. It wasn't, but maybe two, three, at three years at the most that Little Wayne went on the biggest tour in hip hop with Drake versus Little Wayne. So it's like it don't make. Mind you, he got the huge Samsung commercial. He just got yeah, done with that. Whole the run. Super Bowl shit. Exactly. It's like dog. You don't make any fucking little sense. Wayne is still little Wayne right. at it's, the it's end of the day. His cre- his head yeah. is fucked up because of what he's going through. But if somebody owed me a hundred million, I don't give a fuck if I still got another hundred. If you owe me a hundred, I'm gonna be stressed the fuck out. I need all of that. I need all mine. <laughs> need all that. And the fact that here's the other thing that Flex not considering. It's like yo, all the information surrounding Wayne's case is public record. Complex did a story on it. Hip hop, hot new hip hop did a story on it. A bunch of people dove into this case in extreme detail because that's how much info was out there. He offered at three different times to resolve the shit and not go to court. He said, "Hey, y'all owe me twelve million dollars for the Carter Five. You're supposed to give me ten million when the budget opened up, two million when I turned the album in. You didn't do neither, but I still recorded the album." Give me my 12 million. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. And, and, and let's push on and we'll figure out the rest later. They didn't do that. Google Music came to him when they was trying to launch their uh, they online streaming service and said, yo, we'll give Google you... Google tried to do that before something, too. Before Apple Music. Yeah, that's the crazy We'll give part. you $20 million to do whatever the fuck you want with it. Give us the exclusive to release it. Right. And hold it for a week like we did with Lady Gaga album. We picked the price point, but here go $20 million. Whichever you make on the back end, your splits and all that, that's cool. But here go $20 million for you, Cash Money, and Universal to split, to figure it out while we push the product out there on the biggest... Search engine in the universe. They said no. He came to them and said, yo, you owe me 51. 
Give me 20, and we'll figure out the rest on the back end of the card. Give me 20 and put the album out, and we'll figure out the other 30, whatever, on the back end of the Carter 5. And Baby said, I don't have the money to pay you. What the fuck is wrong with Brian Williams? <laughs> you know the crazy part? Last week, they released the top hip-hop earners for 2017. Baby was in the top five. Always. And I'm like, Always. Baby got rumbled. There's no way on earth. <laughs> so you so, owe me 50 and so you in the, the top brother, something on Like, what, what, what's he got to do with all this? He's, Is I he mean, CEO too? He's co-CEO. Who? Slim, his oh, brother, yeah, yeah, his older yeah. brother. But nobody never talks about him because Birdman is the one that's in front of the camera right, and the doing these goofy-ass interviews, saying nothing. He sat down with A.G. Martinez for two hours yeah. and said nothing. nothing. On the boat. <laughs> well, you know, shit be going left sometimes. You know, if Lil Wayne want to leave, you know, I'll give him his money and he can leave. That was two years ago. Yeah. The greatest shit was when he walked in the studio and said, before we get started, I'm going to tell you, all oh, y'all, put some respect on that. <laughs> all trio. All trio. Stop playing with me. All trio. And I ain't going to say it no more. I ain't going to say it no more. He's like, damn, you pull up on Ross trick, I'm pulling up on well, you, nigga. nigga. What's up? What's up? What's that? Hey, y'all y'all finish it, y'all done. <laughs> all right, we out. All right, we out. <laughs> he took his glasses off, <laughs> slammed them down. And then put them back on, like, but, like hey. them thousand dollar sunglasses, bro. Right. That's what the that's what the realest podcast ever needs. We needs a, is y'all finish a y'all done moment. We going to the fucking. We going to the moon. Damn, to I the wish moon. I would have knew that. Fuck shit out and knock the camera. Fuck Director Curtis Bryan spazzes on the realest podcast. All on TMZ. We could have. I could have wrote the scene. Right. Real shit. That's all you need. One of the moments you take the fuck off. Y'all, y'all shit gonna go down. Oh, Two hundred. Man. Man. Flex is an idiot. We hope Weezy get his money, man. Yeah, man. Like it's like yo. Rest in peace, Tupac. Free text. Yes. If somebody owed you fifty-one million two years ago, and Drake just put out two albums, can you imagine how much money they owe you now? Real shit. They owe him a hundred million. And just not paying. And Birdman got a new artist that's kind of successful, right? Birdman I mean, always got a Birdman new artist. Birdman got Jacquees, who's Jacquees. successful, right, touring. Right. He just signed Money Man from Atlanta, who got some dope records that's probably going to move. And he signed the guy, uh, Sayari the Kid from Atlanta, who write for everybody. Write, produce, mm-hmm. engineer, everything. Is, is AR Ab with them? No, he left. Uh, he backed uh-huh. out of that situation. Yeah, okay. AR got the fuck out of there. He basically kind of figured, like, I'm going right. to have to kill Birdman. And I don't <laughs> yeah, want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. Go to jail with life. Right. It's, like, it's like that You that that whole thing of, like, you can't believe everything you hear about people's shit only goes with so far. Because when you get in the system and you start seeing and shit and you like. up and shit. You're like, nah. It's 10 people suing this dude. Like, nah, I'm, I'm going to kill this I'm nigga. All right. Like, Jay, like, Jay Prince is a gangster and he's suing. Right. So what does that tell you that you're going to have to do? You're going to have to kill this nigga. Yeah. And then you're just going to go to jail. You're going to go up greatest for, for, for 30 you know what I'm saying? And that's just going to be that. They'll be like, damn, remember AR ad? <laughs> like, Kill Birdman. <laughs> kill Birdman. That shit crazy. <laughs> With his love. Where, where are we going to for dinner? What time is 36 going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. my old head, uh, L.A. Reed is out at Epic Records um, in a surprising move because he's had a lot of success there. Um, Future just had two number one albums. Khaled's song uh, is number one right now. That's an Epic Records release. I can't like I, I can't like picture L.A. Reid. Like I always mix him up with like Andre Harrell and all. Of he kind of looked like Andre yeah, Harrell. Kind of they all a bunch of shiny ass, yeah, shiny smooth face yeah, old heads. Yeah. I can he, I, that's, he bald, right? Bald, bald yeah. head nigga. He always got bald head, smooth on. face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, yeah. always in a suit. Yeah, slippers, yeah. shit yeah. like that. Slippers everywhere. <laughs> Up with DMX say up in the office with slippers and silk robes on. Yeah. <laughs> so so when people like that leave the label, the top, like 
everybody's deal can change. So Khaled's deal can change if I the next so. person yeah. comes in. That's crazy. Yeah, Remember I mean, when Jay-Z came in the Def Jam? Yeah. Oh, man, man, get me the fuck out of here. L.O. Cool J was They was pissed. Every old rapper from New York was eating. But you know, L.L. problem was... LL's problem stems from the 90s. Jay-Z used to terrorize LL. He used to come everywhere LL was booked at and make him battle him. Yeah? Wow. Yes. And that's why that was what that was about. Like, so LL just always hated Jay-Z. I, I watched Lil Rel stand-up. You watch that joint yet? It's on Netflix. Hilarious. And he was like, um, he was talking about old head in his building. Like, they was the building that they lived in was, like, in the badass neighborhood. And the vice lords <laughs> ran the building and, like, Ohead went to do laundry and they made him join the vice lords. They gave him a Pelly Pelly and some crack or whatever, whatever. And he was like, Ohead was complaining, like, why is this leather so heavy? He was like, that's how I, he's like, them Pelly's heavy as shit. He's like, that's how I know LL Cool J really strong. Because I, I went to an old school concert and this nigga had a Pelly on for hours. Out the stage. I'm like, yo. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, LL really LL, K Slay, and Papoose is the Pelly champions of New York City. Papoose, K Slay, yeah, yeah. Flex is a is a is a, is a legendary Pelly Pelly <laughs> Mark Buchanan ass nigga. <laughs> I don't think I ever seen K Slay without a Pelly in the summer. <laughs> in the summer like yeah. Pelly, anything like yeah. clothes. They owe him shoes. the check. I hope they give it him. <laughs> Y'all hope he sponsors it. K Slay is a Pelly Pelly nigga. Papoose too. Damn. So yeah, so I mean, just looking back at L.A. Reid, he's been there. I didn't even realize he was at Sony for six. It was at Epic for six years, which is owned by Sony. But um, 2016, they had a bunch of like high placing LPs from Future, obviously. Travis Scott's album Birds, which was album of the year last year, potentially Khaled's album last year, and Tribe Called Quest. So it wasn't like he wasn't doing his job, but apparently what happened was did he uh, quit or was he fired? He quit. Oh, he quit. They oh, yeah, reported yeah. it at first like he like he got fired, but really he quit. And basically, the reasoning behind it is um, Sony Music, who owns. Epic and RCA and a bunch of other companies underneath it. Um, yeah, Columbia and all that shit. Appointed Rob String as the new CEO of everything. So when you bring in a new CEO, it's like, all right, if I fuck with him, I'm going to stick around. If I don't fuck with him, right. it's either time to go or whatever. And I think in L.A. Reid's case, he probably wanted Rob String's job. Based off of, yo, I signed Future. I signed fucking... Valid. Khaled, I signed Bad Boy over here. I, you know what I'm saying? French about to have a number one record in the country soon for uh, Unforgettable. Forgot Bad Boy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. once you look at all that, it's like, yo, hip-hop is the dominant music culture. If I'm signing all these hip-hop acts that's popping, why am I not getting the chairman job right. as opposed to fucking Rob String or whatever? So I think he bounced off of that. And I wouldn't be surprised seeing how, like, with... Um, Lior just did leaving 300 to go to YouTube mm -hmm. if he's going to a technology company and right. not like a traditional music, music company. Like content so so probably like place. a Spotify or <laughs> somebody like that is probably where he's going or he's going to increase his TV role with like the voice and like some shit like that. But I don't see him taking like another traditional music job. It ain't really none out there to be had. I definitely could see him at a, at a streaming company because that's that's. New, you know, it's new rules. Yeah. Everything the whole world is, is yeah. moving way different than what it used to. Yeah. From, Shit, from movies this. to yeah. music. So it was like, 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 remember when like people like thing like, <clears throat> excuse me, was like get on the radio, like go be an intern, work your way up, this and the third. 
Like you can just start a podcast, right? Man, and like, who exactly. knows? You know what I'm saying? You can just start a Shopify site, sell dad hats, <laughs> <laughs> fuck work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you ever see was a, a, a meme online that was like, uh, why go to school when I can just, just sell, sell dad, dad hats <laughs> for forty dollars a piece to hipsters? You could put anything on a dad hat. <laughs> anything. Yeah. You know what I'm so it was like, so now we have a vacancy now at the top of Epic. I'm going to go ahead now and throw my vote for DJ Khaled to be president of Epic Records. I think it makes the most sense. I can see. Um, Khaled could be president. Yes. I can see. I'm not talking president, about president, 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 president. Yeah, president. yeah, yeah. yeah. Khaled Absolutely. 2020. So no. at the very least, he could be president of a music company. Migos right. for president, Khaled for vice president. I'm here for it. You know Migos for president shirts coming soon. Yeah. Very soon. Already got the design in my head. We've seen... You know, you you know what we're looking at. So it's like, <laughs> where I'm at now is like, yo, real shit. As long as you just don't like fuck up things, you could be L.A. Reid could be president. Yeah, nigga did his job. Right. That's all you can <laughs> right. ask for. Nigga made Jay Z president of uh, Def Jam. For that alone, he probably has a, has a shot at running the country. You want to go political and tear down the, the White House, or um, I'm not ready. <laughs> Before we do that, real right. quick, um. Moment of silence, rest in peace, Christopher Big Black Boykin. Ah, uh, Matt's brother passed yeah, away this week. My uncle, uh, only forty-five years old. We know him from the Fantasy Factory, Robin Big Show. Um, and he my said moment of silence. He's still talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about. Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. All right, so my main takeaway from this is take care of yourself. What did he die from? Uh, I don't know. I gotta get my shit together. Uh, <laughs> but you fit the whatever he died from. You fit the profile. <laughs> you better go get your motherfucking kale smoothie when you yeah, leave here. Just hit the pool today. Yeah, that's why I'm fucking tired though, man. Like, oh body. That, that pool workout ain't no. Deal. Matt came in here limping. I'm like, what's wrong with you, man? And, that, and yeah, I worked a twelve hour fucking run today, man. And I slept for two hours last night. That's neither here nor there, man. All right, so let's go political. All right, we're going uh, Donald Trump fired the FBI director Comey this week. Um, they're still trying to sort out this whole Russia debacle. My and Trump is cutting loose ends. Right. <laughs> you motherfuckers gotta go. Trump, <laughs> Trump is this right now firing the FBI director is Trump essentially on the phone, like looking into the belt, like take him out back and kill him and burn the building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trump is burning the fucking Carter down right now yeah. because it's some mob shit. Right like now. Trump and them are dirty. We, it's, it's no way around whacking everybody out. Basically what happened to the director, FBI director, James, <coughs> excuse me, James Coney. He asked the, like basically like the government for more funding so that he could go deeper into 
Trump's whole issue with Russia. Right. Trump found out was like, fire that motherfucker. Hell no. <laughs> the fuck is he doing? And Trump's supporters basically was like, oh, he got fired for the way he handled the Hillary investigation. Only problem with that is Trump already co- on record commended him for the way he handled the, tr- the Hillary right. situation. Even said, yo, he should get, as soon as he gets in office, he needs to get a raise for the way he handled right. the Hillary, for his courage handling the Hillary investigation. So... That ain't it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's clearly because of the simple fact that he was about to dig deeper into the Trump shit and Trump like, nah. Get I, rid I of think it. he really sit back and just laugh at the shit he do. He's like, like, yo, I'm getting away with right. this shit. He, I, I, he don't give a fuck. Right? Honestly, he, he dog, like, this shit is funny. He, the whole White House gonna get cleared. They, like the, the workers, the, the maids, everybody gonna get cleared <laughs> the fuck out. America can't, like, dog, it's been 100 days. Trump ain't been in office but for 100, like 110 days or some shit yeah. like that. Obama went eight years. The biggest scandal was, like, him killing a fly and, wearing like, a went, tan wearing, yeah, wearing, wearing a like, tan a suit that wasn't the right color. <laughs> His daughter like smoking that. weed. You know, that was yeah, at the end. Like, Trump is, like I said, he, anybody, remember uh, Flynn? That was the... Uh, Central intelligence. Central intelligence, dude. Then the the, uh, the U.S. attorney. Yeah. Got rid of her. Oh, you don't fuck? Get that fuck right. out of here. You, oh, oh, I'm unconstitutional? You bitch, done. You are, you're, you're uh, unconstitutional. You're done, bitch. Can't grab you by pussy? Get out, bitch. <laughs> Trump get rid of whoever the fuck don't go with him. But here go the crazy part. Trump now has to pick a new FBI director. Yes. To pick a new FBI director, you need, I believe it's 50, it's either 53 or 51 senators to agree with you. You know who has control of the Senate? Republicans. Wow. Wow. So now it's like, this is democracy. This is the shit that we stand for. This is the shit that Colin Kaepernick wasn't standing for. Democracy. Y'all have a, a opportunity now, the Republicans, to where it's like you can basically, yeah, it's a dictatorship. Because Trump can basically fire motherfuckers and put whoever the fuck he want in place right. that's going to be like a lackey and not go into his shit. Yeah. Or y'all could vote against him and put who the fuck, you know what I'm saying? So They're going to pull somebody off the street. Nigga, he might put like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yo, like, <laughs> like, downloads, average twelve thousand three hundred five. Ad rates going up. Yeah, on a Sunday. <laughs> so in the last four <laughs> months, we've had over two hundred, almost a quarter million downloads. Two hundred twenty-one thousand downloads <laughs> yeah. in the last four months. Shit is real, B. That's dope. That's dope. We need to That's get to that. Up. We need to start doing that a week. <laughs> then that, then that can go through. That's the really going through the roof. Yeah. I need the Birdman moment. Yeah, we, <laughs> flip the fucking camera over. I'm, I'm, and, I've been and thinking I'm about this shit. Let's talk about it, Let me write the script out and act the shit out. Yo. Somebody come in here and fuck it up. But um. Yeah, so Trump, like I said, he can appoint a new FBI director, but he has to get 51, see the 51 or 53 senators to agree with him. So we'll see how it plays out. Me personally, I think they're going to jump ship. It's crazy because you ain't heard nobody speaking now. Everybody quiet. Yeah. Spice are quiet. Right. Air, no one's talking no more. Radio silence. Yeah, um, I def- just saw something came across on Reuters. It said U.S. lawmakers on Sunday called on President Trump to turn over any tapes of conversations with FBI James Comey, potentially setting up a showdown with the White House as Democrats considered a boycott of the vote on on Comey's replacement. So they're already gearing up. Joe Rogan had 400 400 million downloads in that time. Fucking Joe Rogan. Thanks, Fuck you and Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Joe. Thanks for the inspiration. So it was like... 
This shit is serious. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The Democrats are basically going to willing to abstain from the vote. Like, you know what? Nah, we not voting at all. Fuck that. Fuck that. I, like, I think everybody pretty much came into it like being optimistic. Like, fuck it. Trump's the president. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? We, I, I knew what the fuck the worst <laughs> could happen was. It was more so on the tip, like, we can't, like, root for him to fail because, you know, he's right. running the country. But now you've seen what the first, like, 120 days, like, the first four months are like, and it's like, Fam, we can't do this shit for the next four years. <laughs> like, you done fired a U.S. attorney, you done got rid of the head of the Central Intelligence Unit, and you done just fired the FBI director, all because they didn't fuck with you. Yeah. Like, what the fuck you gonna do next? Right. The election in 2020 is gonna be insane. Rock said he won't run. You got <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> The Rock, Tom Cruise. Two chains. Two Cal- chains. Cal- Migos. Cal- <laughs> 2020. Uh, DNC gonna be crazy <laughs> in a motherfucker. Is it coming? Is DNC coming back to Philly? It is. So we got the DNC and we got the draft for the foreseeable future. It's lit. Wow. None of that money's trickling down to the hood though. So no, fuck not, those organizations. Not one corner. Or a school dollar. district. It's <laughs> not, a, not an absolute dollar. Not one cent. That's bad. That's terrible. Yeah, a lot of high-profile shit happening here, and none of the money is trickling down to the fucking... You, you, the we was all in the, in the group chat the other day talking about PPA, how much money they make. Yeah. Don't none of that shit come It's a racket. Shit. Like, PPA... Let's do this. It's a company. Chad's, right? Chad's, company, Chad's right? Soapbox. It's a function of the city. Right. What they did was they basically went from... They made so much money that they went from being um, a ticket-issuing company to an infrastructure company. Mm-hmm. They own parking lots and buildings now. Crazy, right? That are PPA... Sponsored buildings. They have multiple locations just in downtown within a three block radius. You go here for red light tickets. You go here for traffic court. You go here for uh, wow. for moving violations. You go here for parking tickets. Like, so it's not on Eighth Street anymore. Where that where you had to go. That's the main boot. one. That's oh, like okay. if moving violations, anything involving like the state or whatever like that, the police shit like that. You got to go there. If you just that's traffic. That's court. traffic court. Uh, that's yeah, where, I'm the, I'm that's sorry, where the, the that's where the, the lawyer with the patch and the Air Force One yeah. is at. Right. That's traffic um, court. <laughs> then you have True story. then you have the regular PPA parking authority shit. That's on, like tenth and something. Or Filbert Street yeah. near the gallery. Yeah, you have that. Right, right. That's then what, that's what a block saying. over. Now you have the red light payment center yeah. and another payment center for something totally non-related. Insane. I mean, well, at least unemployment went down. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers had a reality show. Like PPA is right. the fuck crazy. This is literally. Philly and Detroit are the only places where it exists in this fashion. Think about how big New York City is. 11 million people in New York City. Their parking authority situation enforcement is not to this level. Yeah, LA is not nearly as, as fucked Like, up. they're vigilant about I'm, it. I'm not going like, to say who, but my man, who's a real good guy, and he doesn't even talk like this, he was like, honestly, yo... Somebody got to smoke one of the PPs. <laughs> he was like, somebody smoke one. Gotta make then, an example. Then they'll be way more lenient when it comes to writing a ticket. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. But it's, it's crazy. I told you, I was yelling at one the other day out the window. It's like, I'm talking about, this is the space. It's enough space for two cars. Because the first car didn't pull up. Like, oh, like the first car was here. The second car had to park behind him. And that's how much of the back of the car was out mm. of space. Dude was writing a ticket. I'm like, fam, leave that alone. Like, you can clearly see it's two right. cars. Like, and he was like, I mean, it's some of it's out the box. It's a ticket. And I'm just like, you lucky this ain't my shit. You hate your job, don't you? And they don't even <laughs> have a quota, do they? Uh, that's what they. That's the spill that they give us. I remember us. watching. They gotta have they one. Have to. I remember watching the 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 uh, parking wars, and the chick was like, "I try to get around twenty eight to thirty tickets a day," 
And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you Where does that arbitrary you ass get, number come from? Bro? Like, do you what get the a bonus fuck? for all this shit? You get a raise? It's we need to we need to launch an investigation into the inner workings of Philadelphia Parking Authority. I agree. We need an independent in, in investigator to come in and audit all of their dealings, find out what their profit margin is, how much they're paying people, and how much money they make every single year. I'm guaranteeing it's in the tens of millions now. Right. Right. One, I, one I, of I, our lawyer friends look into that. You'll be a hero. I'll write a movie about you for this shit. <laughs> like, come on. See, that's a hell of a trade off. <laughs> Launch this investigation, get a movie written about you. Who's going? Yeah. Who's coming with us? Real shit. <laughs> who's co- it's like Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Who's coming with me? You <laughs> see? You? Yeah. You? No? All right. Yeah, the PPA is ridiculous, you though, man. And, and, and just endless amounts of money. I hate the PPA with all my heart. I hate me PPA and late night McDonald's menu. <laughs> all a bunch of bullshit. Like, Majority of the late night McDonald's don't exist anymore. They they're closing down at like midnight now. Like that shit is kind of I mean, like because a thing you, of the you past. either just gonna like not sell anything or get robbed. Yeah, it's like one of the like other. one of my favorite places. I'm not gonna say their name, um, but they are in University City. They they was dope because they stayed open 24 hours. They open 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. Now I'm like, yo, y'all got bullshit hours too, like everybody right. else now. Like, what is the benefit of coming here if y'all don't have the overnight menu? I mean, overnight is is not really popping like that anymore. It's like apparently not because everybody's cut their shit down. Like the the Burger King on Germantown and what is that? No, uh, Wayne and Shelton. This is open 24 hours. It closed like 10 o'clock now. Remember Club McDonald's? That shit yeah, is closed. That's right. Done. Right. That shit's closed at like 10, a, 10 p.m. Now. I wonder if the healthy eating boom has anything to do with that. The fact that people are eating healthier on the whole. Like when you look at it nationally, most people are eating healthier yeah, shit that's for a the good most point. part. So I, I, I don't know if that myself, has anything to do with I it. I caught myself trying to like eat healthy the other day. I bought the grilled chicken from McDonald's with guacamole. <laughs> Bad move. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Just give me some nuggets, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that again. Give me some fucking nuggets. Stay off this bullshit. Fuck PPA, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely then. fuck PPA. Where we want to go next? Uh, Jay Z getting them checks again. Oh yeah, till he eighty. Jay gonna be yeah, torn until he did. Yeah, fifty year old uh, Jay Z uh, just inked <clears throat> a new ten year, two hundred million dollar deal with Live Nation. And I'm still gonna be going for the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I ain't heard all Jay Z right. songs right. <laughs> Even if he drops an album, you still ain't coming to the show for that. You coming to the show for the for shit the you heard shit, before, right. for the old shit and the guest appearances <laughs> and all the. Does the he bells still do like the the old? He shit? don't do like he don't go like super B sides, but he mm-hmm. does go into the older hits. hits He's still yeah. performing. Can I get a nigga? What nigga? Who? Does He's he still performing. Money, the, money cash holes. He's still performing yeah. the older hits. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing those, but like I, you know, I'm my not, thing is this: we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We talked about him headlining. Now we understand why he's headlining Made in America. This is part and parcel right, part of, of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, y'all going to get the five million Budweiser giving up. That's going to go towards my payback for the year and shit. Yeah. Now I just got to make y'all 15 more million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shit like that. So I guess these figures like, yo, if I could headline or co-headline Made in America every year, that'll take care of 25% of the tab that I got to yeah. pay back. But in the meantime, I need this 20 every year on the books. Right. And I could tour with my wife. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe J. Cole. Throw him on air, too. Right. I, can I throw a question out to both of you? I know you know about it, but you don't. All right, so I'm in a casino the other day, right? I'm, I'm playing poker. I leave out. We I'm, One of my homies is in there. We go out on the deck or whatever. He's smoking. I don't smoke, whatever. But we out there talking and shit. And he had his Dre beats on, right? And he was listening to uh, your song, you always, The Allure. 
yeah. off of the Black album, Jay Z and Pharrell. And he was like, "Yo, Jay Z and Pharrell is like the best combination ever, as far as rapper producer." So I'm like, mm. "Yeah, no, that's not right." I'm like, Snoop and Dre. You know what I'm saying? Like, I start naming different combinations. I'm like, like Snoop and Dre made nothing but a G thing. So peep, right. hit, this that's is arguably the best hip hop song ever. Real shit. At least one of the top five, top three. It's up there. It's up there. I mean, right people there. rank Allure up there too. I do too. I, right. It's my. So, it's to me that's the best rap song. And Pharrell and Jay might have more hits than Jay and uh, I mean than Dre and Snoop. Let me get to the question. Okay. So bad, whatever, whatever. <laughs> when he says you know Jay and Pharrell, I'm like, I don't even think like Jay and Pharrell is the best person Pharrell works with. He's like who? I'm like Snoop. So then we started arguing. I'm saying Snoop and Pharrell. He's saying Jay Z and Pharrell. We go back into the poker room. This shit turns into a nine-table <laughs> argument. It's nine poker tables. And I know it was all you. Listen, I know you started that shit. I'm talking I, about I it's, you took it it's 45-year-old white men in Levi jeans leaning over the table <laughs> like, you ever heard Drop It Like It's Hot? I'm like, yeah, like, I'm about grown white men are screaming this shit at each other. So we literally, we I told Chad, I'm like, we go back and forth for like three hours to the point where it's like, remember I was he's like, He's you. like, yo, I got to ask you this shit because <laughs> we're too hours in on this, this shit. Because this shit went on forever. Did y'all still play poker? Yeah. This, shit, <laughs> this, is, like, this is how this shit be. It's always some dumb random ass topic. So we went on and on and on and we came to no conclusion because I think Snoop and Pharrell are make better music than Jay-Z and Pharrell. So who you got in that situation? I got Jay and Pharrell. Man. Really? I mean, I'm a Jay stan. Remember so Snoop a- and Pharrell made Let's Get Blown. Yeah, drop it like it's hot. Was great. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. 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 It's, that shit. Yeah. But it's the beautiful. most underrated record that they made together. Vato. Yeah, that's what I said. Just said Vato. Vato, you won't believe what he saw. That production mm. on that record is stupid. Dog. Then uh, from the pa- church to the palace. Uh, yeah, uh, Snoop Dogg. I forgot all about that. He got. They got. They got signs with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> like, they got, they got endless records, hits. man. And wow. this is what I was arguing. But then with Jay, it's like, excuse me, miss. This Change is what he's clothes. arguing. Fronting. 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 I, I forgot about fronting. I forgot about fronting. He said it was in fronting. there. Allure. Allure is the crown jewel of all that shit. But then Snoop has Beautiful. Right. I under, Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Pharrell got I Just Want to Love You. I think that's my favorite Snoop Pharrell collab, Beautiful. It's easily. I remember the first time I saw that video. In like Brazil. the visual oh that God. they put together with beautiful, like, these are really the baddest bitches on the planet. Like, <laughs> Jesus in Christ. Brazil. Yeah, that was that was yeah. a fly ass video. They branded song. the Brazil lifestyle like had every man in America right. wanting to go to Brazil. Yeah. There's I, no way that song didn't sell like seven or eight million copies. Had to. Had to. Because that was before the whole crazy download it on your phone right. boom. And like isn't yeah. Snoop always on that Forbes list? Hip-hop always, always. Like the last seven or eight years, always. Ever since his shit got cleared out with Suge or whatever right. little ending paperwork. I know had. Snoop is worth like a hundred and something. Yeah, like, well, Snoop, is, Snoop, Snoop, like is, Snoop is doing like fourteen to twenty-eight every year. Right. Hey, it has to be every yeah. year. Consistent. He's consistently been relevant. Snoop has, have you met Snoop yet? Nah, never. Met Snoop him. has a con- meet Snoop. Snoop has a compound in L.A. Music studio, film studio, all wow. type of production. And he has a way, a system in how he shoots movies for like under a hundred grand. Yeah, I, I saw that on that. On the Moguls, BT Moguls shit. Yeah, he was talking about it. Yeah. And they literally produced like seven or eight films already through that shit. Like him, DJ wow. Pooh, a couple other people. Me, Snoop Dogg. And the crazy shit is not to go all on your movie shit anymore. I know y'all done with me. But, um. Nah, you here, dog. Making, uh. 
films for low budgets like that, it's it, it's so many outlets for that shit now. You can definitely cash out on on that shit. So Snoop is is definitely a genius. Um, Master P is kind of doing that too. I actually. Uh, I can't wait to see the Master P biopic. I, I have actually, to see it. I actually sat with P and talked about this. Uh, I read the script and everything, and um, I see didn't. Kurt I didn't casually <laughs> throws out. I actually sat <laughs> down with the ice cream went man. To a small brunch. And we <laughs> yeah, like, like, and that that experience was surreal. I sat with P for like like three times and talked on the phone with him for like two weeks straight about his. Uh, I didn't really write on the script. I kind of was like consulting him about mm-hmm. it because yeah. um, you know, just on structure and how stories should go. And P has a crazy story, man. Like, like his P life. Got a, P got a whole Richmond, California part of his life. Which though. I didn't know. That's and not he was publicized. He, no, he, no right. P, when, an interview I saw with him, he said when he signed Snoop to No Limit, remember No Limit Top Dog? Yeah. said Suge hated him. Suge and said that, you got, he told me, he said he's like, I bought a mansion in L.A. Right. And yep. moved out there. He's mm. like, when I get out there, I get the call like everybody do, get the call from Suge. Suge talking crazy on the phone. He's like, look, I don't even really do the phone shit that well. Why don't we just link up? Right. So he's like, I'm where I'm at. Suge come through his folks like, yeah, yeah da 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 you know, L.A. ain't big enough for the both of them. He's like, well, look, I just closed on the house. So, so when you, when you moving? Moving? <laughs> like, when you moving? Yeah, because I, yeah. like, I was like, so so what happened? He says, shit, you see, I ain't go nowhere. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Gotta love Master P, man. I fucks with shit. P, man. You gotta love Master P. But the beginning dog. of all this, let us know. Email us, DM us, add us, whatever. Jay-Z and Pharrell or Snoop and Pharrell. Yeah, I'm that's going gonna be a, that's gonna be a topic for the rest of the season I, on I'm, the show. I'm going Snoop and Pharrell. They make the best music together. That's I'm like that out of that is, out of that combination. That shit is a bad That could be man. a topic on one of y'all shows. Like the best producer, producer rapper, rapper combo ever. I don't think Snoop and Pharrell are the best, but I yeah, definitely yeah. think they're better than Jay-Z and Pharrell. But it's like if I had to go like top three, Swiss and DMX have to be in there. They just it's something about that music. Yeah. Snoop and Dre. And know what's an underrated duo? Kanye and Kanye. (laughs) 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 Fucking Kanye and Kanye got some of the best records I ever heard in my life. That's up there. That's up there. That's up there. Who's a oh? I I, want to say Tian Toon, but that it's been so long. It's been so long since you know about that, huh? Jay and Timbo. Could be up there. Not the best, but yo, we real quick. Remember when uh? Uh, the battle that happened a couple couple months ago. Right? Oh, yeah, uh, Blaze Swiss, and Swiss. Swiss and, uh, Swiss and, uh, and uh, who? Blaze. Blaze. Swiss and Blaze. And, and the big talk was Pharrell Timbo. versus Timbo. Right. And everybody started going there. So I'm, I'm at my job, and my homie, he's arguing. He like, yo, Pharrell would wrap circles around Timbo. And I'm like, no. Nah. It, like, I'm like, there's, there's no way. So we start arguing. So we start talking about Jay-Z working with both of them. He was like, nigga, do you understand the hits that Pharrell got with Jay-Z? He got changed clothes. I'm like... Yeah, but Tim got, um, is that shit chick with Jay-Z? He was like, Pharrell got fronting with Jay-Z. I'm like, yeah, and Tim has, what was the song Big I threw out? Uh, no, no, shoulders. Dirt Off Your Shoulders. Off your shoulder. So he was like, nigga, Pharrell got changed clothes. I mean, yo, I just want to love you. Yeah. I'm like, Timberland has Jigga What, Jigga Who. He like, damn, Timberland. <laughs> damn, that's my The thing jam. about it is, like, Timberland is so good at rap production and he hasn't done it consistently for like ten years now mm-hmm. that you forget like Timberland really dominated this shit for a long time. Yeah. But the yeah. only knock against Timberland is he doesn't have a hip hop classic under his belt that he produced the bulk of. Album. Album. Oh, you talking about album? Album wise. Oh. He has songs with Jay. He has arguably only ah, one he, of his, got, he got Missy. 
I was gonna say only one is Missy's like first album, the Super Duper Fly, the Super Duper Fly, where he did the bulk of the production. But R and B shit, he's yeah, it's not even close. Aaliyah and Genuine, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Aaliyah, and then you throw in the Justin Timberlake shit and all that. It's like that's that's why he has a show, the fucking pop game, because he knows how to do that shit. But then you look at Pharrell and it's like Pharrell made happy. (laughs) Pharrell made so much money. (laughs) It's not. It's not even. Close. Pharrell, Pharrell made Blurred Lines. Yeah. <laughs> Pharrell made the two biggest songs and, in the last and won 20 the years. Won the lawsuit for that shit. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have to give up a coin for that shit. Timberland yeah. got some smashes, though, man. That would, It would be a good battle. But, yeah, let us know what y'all think, though. Jay-Z and Pharrell or Snoop and Pharrell. Definitely let us know about that. Yeah, definitely. All right, real quick before we uh, change uh, topics, I want to give a special shout-out to the CWBA, constant sponsor of the show. So we, got, we got our shorts. We got Hold the on. shorts are in. Oh, I'm, I'm unboxing. We're going to do the unboxing on air. You, you see it. You see it, bitches. TRPE is real. You know what I'm saying? They look like overseas shorts. Y'all balling. I mean, so special shout out to the CWBA, my guy Carl Wilkerson, sponsoring the show each and every week. Um, in week one, the Isaiah's Unlimited League Royal Family pulled out a close win against the Goodfellas in uh, the game of the week. Make sure you check out CWBA on uh, Instagram, CWBA LLC, and their website, CWBA dot com. And you spell Matt makes me sick, right? So he's <laughs> doing better than me, apparently. Doing you better than Matthew. All right, let's leave music alone for a quick second. Um, what the fuck did Rosario Dawson do? Because oh, I still haven't seen it. Rosario Dawson's birthday was the other day, and um, she decided Tar- to Taurus gang. She decided right. to bless the timeline with a, a a video of her in the tub, uh, titties exposed, which was nice. You see a little bit of the cooch, not a lot of it, not full frontal, but you know what I'm saying the titties was definitely there. Curse it! I don't know if it was a hot tub or not. There were no bubbles. But it was definitely yeah, a tub. It was, it was, it was definitely a like, tub. Maybe not a hot right. tub, but a tub. She's been nude in the, in the bulk of her movies, so shout out to Rosario. Yeah, that. no, she she got it popping, man. We we appreciate you a whole whole lot, Ros- yeah. Miss uh, Rosario Dawson. La la from yeah. He Got Game. Yeah, you ain't you ain't had to get exposed. You exposed yourself. <laughs> I always like Rosario Dawson, man. Good actress. Did she delete that video? We we'll definitely work with her. Find this video real quick. You said you definitely worked with her. Or I would. would. I would definitely work. Who do you want to work with? You got anybody that's like on high on your list? Um, like as like a, you know, male or female? Anyone that you're just a fan of, like, uh, as of their, late, their, their thespian attributes. As of late, been, who's been killing shit is uh, Mahershala Ali. He's that won the, the Oscar. He's, He's been dope. He's in a lot of shit, shit too. He's in a lot of shit. He was in Hidden Figures. Too. I saw that. I'm like, man, boy, yeah. he pops up in everything. I hated yeah. him on uh, what's the Netflix show, House of Cards. He pissed me off. Remy Dayton, but he's a great actor. Oh, real, real quick, let's talk about how Billions ended. Yo, fuck Billions, yo, yo, yo fuck Billions. You watch Billions? Yo. I haven't seen a lot of it. I, All right, well, we can talk about it then because you ain't really. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about it. I'm gonna watch fuck it though. Billions, yo. Wendy going to jail when they come back. Fuck Wendy's up. going to jail. Fucking Chuck Rhodes, fucking. You mad at him? I'm so <laughs> mad at him. Like, this, this, like that's a different type of vendetta. I'm not liquidating. Man, liquidated. I'm not liquidating my my fucking trust to to get nobody locked up, yo. That's a different level of that's, obsession. That, that's some other shit. But I, it, them two been going at it so crazy over the last two seasons that it was like when when it, when I peep what was going on, I'm like. Damn. And like, then Lawrence Boyd flipped on. I'm like, my thing with Lawrence Boyd is this. 
Bobby wasn't the cause of your downfall. No. You legitimately were cooking treasury bonds, mm-hmm. and you got busted, and you was fucking your right-hand man's wife yeah. to add insult to injury. So that's what, what, that's what led to your demise. You saw what happened to Nikki Barnes. It's yes, like, not nothing to do with Bobby Axelrod. So to try to make him the ire of why you're in the position that you're in is some crumb shit. Shit, when you a billionaire though, when you buffing floors on some Martin shit, just, anything go crazy, through fuck, anything go through your mind. Yeah, man, man, that shit ended like, crazy. I can't wait for billions to come back on. That's a good ass fucking show. Why don't you do a show, man, with me in it? Uh, <laughs> I'm working on that. I got, you told I got me that on my you, sleeve. Too. This is what you told me at the game. What I tell you at the game, Matt? You was like, I'm working on something for you. Yeah, I taught this this TV show based in Philly, and I said I got you when it go through. Ain't that what I said? Tell you the did, people. You, that's what I said. You def, that's what I'm saying. Right. You said you okay. got me when it go through. Right. Nothing happens overnight, man. Every time I see your name pop up between, I'm like, yes, this is it. <laughs> and then it's just like a, yo, what's oh, good? <laughs> it's a, yo, what's good with you? I'm like, nigga, is the, is the role official yet or what? I've seen my name pop up once. No, a couple times. You texted us the other day in the group chat, and I'm like, oh, it's lit. That was for deuces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was one time. Yo, you watched that joint, right? All right, I'll holler at you. <laughs> but no, I am working on a TV show that's based in Philly. Based around. Uh, you told me you was working on a TV show based right, in Philly. Based around a uh, wild one reveal. I yeah, we ain't giving no ideas away. Yeah. You got to pay for this. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. You should As do I enjoy a, my party. I want to do a joint where it's like. I'm like the black Al Bundy because I'm like irritated as shit driving the bus and I'm just snapping on motherfuckers all day. How Al used to do. Like, w- a, like a comedy. Exactly. Like a, like a yeah, sitcom type joke. All right. Well, don't say anymore. Don't give no ideas away. We'll talk about it. Can we do the Real Housewives of SEPTA drivers? Can I be executive <laughs> producer of that? <laughs> that should be lit. SEPTA drivers is the new dope boys. You know what I'm saying? Bitch get a SEPTA driver. She's trying to get pregnant the same week. Is that true, Matt? I'm not gonna lie. When I first started the <laughs> you know what niggas say. I'm not gonna Yo, lie. Give them you the speech of what the boy told you when you had your entrance, John. Like, what did they say when they gather y'all? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we was in training. He was like, "Yeah, man. You know it's about to be different for y'all now. You walking through the city. You got that S on your chest. Them hoes gonna be acting crazy. So you need to, you know, keep keep both heads on a swivel." I'm like, "Is this nigga said we in the goddamn subject? Is this nigga serious?" But no, real shit. When I first started there, uh. I had a chick pregnant, and she had a miscarriage, you know, praise the Lord. And <laughs> Wow. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Hey, listen. Because she was pregnant, I remember I was coming out the house, and, like, her neighbor was talking to her. Friend, and I, I guess the neighbor didn't peep that I was, like, coming out. Like, she didn't peep that I could hear him. She's like, oh, damn, that's, that's the boy. Like, he, he works something. Man, you tear his ass up in child support court. I'm like, bitch, damn. I can hear you. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, so the dude that gave you all that speech was right. Dead ass. But nah, nah, real shit though. I, I I make jokes about it, but he really said that shit, but I, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Speaking of Real Housewives, except the, today is me and Lee's uh, anniversary, and I'm here with two idiots. Lit. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I got to get back home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but yeah, definitely been six years in with her now. It's been awesome. Ups and downs. Damn. Craziness. You're six years in. I ain't even close to a girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> you like skin and got a full head of hair. It's like... <laughs> You want to have it your way? <laughs> Fuck! I don't live my life like that no more. I be chilling, man. Allegedly, I'm not going to tell you about Kurt at the game. But <laughs> yo, you keep making these lies up my game, man. <laughs> I'm scrolling my Instagram. Kurt over my shoulder. I'm talking about every chick I scroll past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not people mm-hmm. out there. I'm like, Kurt, <laughs> shut the fuck. I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't. Mm-hmm. Do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Curry like, man, I'm about to cop a flight and get the fuck out of here. All right, yeah. What other topics we got? Uh, um, real quick, before we get into this uh, the shrinking media topic, uh, Meek and Yo Gotti announced the Against All Odds tour this week um, in conjunction with Title and Live Nation. Um, I think they're doing like 20-something cities. Um, and it doesn't stop in Philly. Philly is not on the tour. Oh, it's it is? Redding, right? Redding. Redding. Wow. I think they're going to add a Philly date probably like at the end of some shit. Um, they be the way they route these tours sometimes is like weird because they be trying to guarantee sellouts. Yeah. So I think they gonna try to like do Reading, not put because Reading people would come to Philly before they go see a show in Reading. So I think they trying to sell the Reading show first, and then once that they notice eighty percent sold, then they'll add the Philly deal. Is Memphis even on there for Gotti? I don't know. I didn't look at it. That's but good. um, that would be but yeah, so they're doing like twenty five cities. Uh, Meek also launched MeekMill.com this week, so it looks like he's like back on his like I'm a rapper shit. That dawn like, he got is really nice, beautiful. Yeah, that dawn's gorgeous. Um, so it's like I mean, it look like Meek is back on his rapper shit. Like I'm happy for him. He's bouncing back from a rough breakup with a pop fucking pop sensation. Yeah, I probably still be under my bed right now. <laughs> Niggas yeah. taking it better than most people. Yeah. Looks like he's fucking his way through the pain as uh, any man should in his position. Well, at least they're not like. Well, he's not like talking Nikki, shit. Nikki posted that picture yeah. with Nas, and the whole internet lost it. Yo, the, the internet went buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> like Ape people, shit. people putting up posts like Meek don't do it. <laughs> I'm glad it's he like, didn't react like, though. I'm glad he didn't. What react. Is, what's there to react to? It's like, like. Nas ain't about to rap beef with Meek Mill. That's stupid. No. And Meek ain't gonna say that. Like, motherfuckers just went way too overboard. Yeah. Mind you, like, Nikki apparently said that she was, like, hesitant to even post a picture for out of fear that, like, motherfuckers would run, go left with the shit. Yeah. She, like, it just was a picture with a motherfucker that she cool with. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers had them engaged and Nas <laughs> dissing Meek Mill in two hours. You know what I'm saying? People run with the dumbest shit. The dumbest shit on earth, motherfuckers run with. All negative. Nobody runs with positive. Never. Nothing. <laughs> never. <laughs> we talk about the shit on here. It's never any positive shit that we, but negative shit going on for four or five yeah, days. I mean, nobody learned anything from the guy in AC would stopping the, the young boys from fighting. Motherfuckers is just right. still encouraging fights like it's nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Like it's going out of style. Uh, I seen some girl got a uh, was fighting somebody and got a cup of piss thrown on her the other day. I'm like, yo, y'all are losing it. Like. Y'all are losing it. Like I'm like, and who pissed in a cup? Exactly. Apparently, somebody's mother pissed in a cup. What? We really at the end. Yeah, it's it's, it's getting there. Over. Yeah, it's almost over. Whatever God y'all believe in, just <laughs> make it get right. Right. <laughs> right. right. This like the mom over. pissed in a cup while the fight was going on. And sh- <laughs> douster can't make this shit up. You saw this. I saw this. <laughs> Absolutely. Matt won proof. <laughs> it's like. What's going through your head that you see your daughter rumbling and you like, give me a cup. <laughs> I'm a gotta go. Yeah. Tamika, I really gotta go. I'm show this bitch something. She ain't gonna never come ah. out here. <laughs> That's scary, yo. Saw another fight the other day. Uh was a bunch of uh like they was playing bumper cars, hit each other with the cars and shit. I Did seen you see that, that one? one? Yeah, I saw that one. That was with real shit. cars. Real cars. Yeah. Yep. For what? Who yeah, even knows? Society. Probably some matter. poor nigga who's fucking everybody. Most likely. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? What do, mo- what do most urban women fight over? <laughs> it's normally a poor nigga. <laughs> You're normally a poor nigga. The old head selling Reggie. <laughs> that you think With the Reggie phone. Right. I, I saw a video, a I saw a video the other day where the bull, he, 
he found out his, his chick was like cheating on him or whatever. And he was like, yeah, she think I'm at work because I always work late, but I'm home now in the middle of the day. He's in New York because he kept saying B. Yeah, he's and, like, you say, yo, my nigga, you dead ass? You he, dead ass, he, yo? He came in the crib. <laughs> the bull was in the bed with his girl and the baby. So he let like, this nigga around my he kid, like, my nigga, yo. you in here with my, my fucking kid? Nigga gets out the bed. He like, my nigga, you got my sandals on? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really over. It's over, man. How you come over a nigga crib and put his slides on? <laughs> and he made a video about this? Dude said, yo, he said, man, they said, I ain't leaving, man. She got to choose, dog. Yeah. The nigga who in the crib with the girl, the like, I ain't leaving. Like, she got to choose. Gotta leave. She got to choose. <laughs> Pussy is dead. The girl talking about, we not even together, though. No. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> you live in my crib, Yo. man. How does that work? Niggas be living with chicks that they don't deal with. That shit is like a thing. Roommates. They be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> just let me stay here, bitch, all right? You can fuck who you want. I just need, it's cold outside. <laughs> Just give me a heads up when the nigga coming over. Yeah. Put a sock in the I'll go to the fucking casino. Like, I'll go to the neighbors. Crib. I'll be at the neighbor's crib. No, nah, but real shit though. Motherfuckers <laughs> straight be like, yeah, I live with my BM or vice versa. I live with my baby father, but we ain't together. Right. I've actually heard a chick say that. Like, I live with my baby father, but we ain't together. What? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, all that mean is that instead of him fucking every night, he fucking her like twice a month. You know what I'm saying? That's Until all that she really means. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody mans up and gets the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> they having a Mexican standoff trying to see yeah. who's gonna leave. Who's <laughs> gonna leave first? Not putting shit in the refrigerator. <laughs> Bitch, I don't think I need to fucking use my income tax, you know what I'm saying, right. to move out because well, you claim the kid. Well, so well, like well, shit, I ain't leaving. That's crazy. You just gonna keep shit. saying that. Well shit, <laughs> I ain't leaving. Well, well, I ain't leaving it neither, nigga. Right. Well, you better not have no company, nigga. You better not have no company neither, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you. That's crazy as shit. Take them bitches over your mom's house. You still gonna wash my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. All right, real quick, before we go into uh, some of these questions, man, the media is shrinking left and right. Yeah, black media in particular um, is shrinking at a rapid rate. Um, BET is leaving his Washington, D.C. headquarters. They're completing the move to New York City in the Viacom's uh, office. For those of you that don't know, Viacom is their parent company. Mm -hmm. Viacom owns like half of cable television. BT, MTV. BT, MTV, MTV2, VH1. Comedy Central. Central, And then like Ted Turner owns the other half. Right. (laughs) So it's like them and then like TNT and TBS own the rest of the shit. And um, their DC office had been their home for 40 years. So after 40 years, it's like this shit is really like the end of a fucking era. So it's like they have 40 employees and 72 freelancers, and they're basically going to, like, they haven't announced any firings yet, but I know they're going to fire a lot of fucking people. All them freelancers is in it's the bush. a lot of shit going on at Vike. I got folks that work there. They yeah. said it's a, it's a mess. It's like a lot of shit it's, going it's on. It's horrible. You know, Stephen Hill is out at BET. Uh, Zola, who was head of content at BET. I think she was head of content. Don't quote me on that. But it's a mess over, over at Viacom. So, I mean, from from the looks of things, it looks like they're going to now rely heavily on Viacom staff for a lot of stuff. Like, so Viacom people, you ain't getting it no easier neither. Now you got more work to do. So you think you you winning because they shutting fucking part of BET down. No, motherfucker, now you work for BET too, nigga. But I'm a white guy. Yeah, you work for BET too, nigga. BET is, is, who owns BET? It's owned by white people, right? Owned by Viacom. Bob Johnson cashed out. Bob Johnson cashed out $3 billion. He has a streaming thing now like netflix is not as big yeah obviously but he's he's building it yeah so that's his new venture. no reason to think that it won't go yeah, that man crazy. got a pretty good track record all he needs is content mm-hmm. 
Um, so on the other side, on the print, so that's television media. Uh, print media, Ebony Magazine is closing its Chicago headquarters and moving in with their sister company, Jet, into their office space in L.A. They're laying off one-third of their staff to make room for the move. Uh, Jet editor Tracy Ferguson is now going to oversee both publications, so they let go of Kyra Cowles, who was the editor-in-chief at Ebony, and they're firing nine more of their 35 total employees. Wait a minute. Ebony Magazine only had 35 employees? Exactly. Damn. And now they're down to 24. No, 25. And Ebony was on. Who owns Ebony? White folks, right? No. <laughs> Jet. Jet's owned by black people. Yeah. We still got that, Jet. We yeah. Still got Jet that. owned Ebony. Okay. So now Ebony's office space, you're done. You're going to come moving here with us. Because most of the shit that like black people think is like black is owned by white people. Like, yes. Right. BT. Th- the black people that started The Apollo was like owned by right. white people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why Steve Harvey's there Every, doing the show. Everything that's like historically <laughs> black is owned by yeah, white people. Steve, Har- Steve Harvey, you think Steve Harvey at the point he had in his career getting paid by a black person? You got me fucked. You got him fucked up. Right. Steve Harvey, a hundred million dollar nigga. I'm not waiting for no black person to cut my check. You got me fucked up. Steve Harvey's still a nigga at heart, though. I watched Family Feud the other day, and it was the black family, white family. You know how they do that shit. And the the question was, if you was married to Steve Harvey. What would you do every day? And the white boy was like, I'd rub that bald head and rub this <laughs> shit. Steve almost socked this nigga dead ass on the show. Did you hear about the letter that Steve wrote to his staff? No. About oh, yeah. scheduling I, appointments. I, I heard something like that. like that. I didn't read it, though. Appointments to talk to him? Yeah. He basically right. had a, Steve Harvey for the last. I'm working on a mill now. So. Six, seven years. He had open door policy as far as doing the Steve Harvey show in particular. And because of that. You got all of these people in and out all day. Production assistants, production people, right. writers, this, that, and the third the are literally just bombarding him right. with shit all day long. This is a $100 million nigga and somebody who has 10 fucking jobs. So it's like in between jobs, he's trying to take a 90-minute nap or whatever like that, and he can't because people are constantly in and out of his dressing room right. all day. So he wrote them a letter basically saying, hey, schedule an appointment. Like the the... Abusing my time stops today. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, the media got a hold of it. And they were talking about it on The Breakfast Club. And they were asking, like, is this good or bad? And Charlemagne's like, it's absolutely the right thing to do because if he has an open-door policy and he can't, he's not in the right frame of mind and he's not properly rested to do the show, you can't disturb the talent. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it's a Steve Harvey show, you can't have Steve Harvey not in the right frame of mind because a fucking production assistant yeah. trying to get her sister hired. Like yeah. when Steve when Steve Harvey is rested, he still can fuck up and read the wrong thing. So it's <laughs> like so, you never know. You know what I'm saying? So it's just basically like, yo, cool the fuck out. I'm still here, I'm still Steve. Schedule an appointment and some of that shit, don't even bring it to me. Like it's dumb shit. Understandable. Right. Do we, do we didn't have any social media uh, topics this week. Nah, it was. Was there anything big on social media this nah. week? Bunch of bullshit. Bunch of bullshit. Philly versus Atlanta was this weekend. Oh yeah, rugs and all that shit weekend. Uh, white the white party. Yeah, I had a legendary tweet about it the other day. Rugs had a fucking picture <laughs> with him, Jadakiss, Yo Gotti, Meek Mill, Fabulous, and Penny Hardaway, and P- James Harden in the back, and Penny Hardaway <laughs> after scoring ten in the you know final game. I have a theory on James Harden. I think James Harden threw the Spurs series. We can go to Rugs weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Smith was on uh, ESPN. Like, yeah, there needs to be an investigation. Right. Somebody drugged drug James Harden because I didn't like, recognize. Yeah, I'm like, like, what the fuck, like. James Harden, like, do I really feel like playing Golden State and getting routed? Spurs <laughs> had them niggas by a dub today. Kawhi got hurt. Kawhi went out. 
Who's over? Bushes. Yeah. That series is over. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. All right, let's get into a couple of these questions, man. We got some uh, decent questions in here from Lydia the people. Again. Um, here go a good question. I work in a corporate setting, and I've noticed that anybody black that works with me that gets any type of promotion or any type of power abuses it and acts a fool. Do you know why that is? Because they niggas. The niggas ain't never had shit. Right. That's why. And they can't hide who they truly are. And <laughs> right. any, anything elevated in the slightest manner becomes its true self. So if you're a crazy, maniacal nigga, you get put in a position of power, somebody give you a million dollars or whatever, you're just going to be more of that. You're not going to all of a sudden sober up like, uh, I probably shouldn't spend $600,000 on a dawn. Absolutely I'm spending $600,000 nah, on I a think dawn. She, I, I understand what she's saying. It's like the house nigga. I mean, like, niggas had this thing where it's like they got to like kiss ass to like make it to the next plateau in the work world. You know what I'm saying? I work with motherfuckers like this. We got white supervisors. You don't even know they exist because they that cool. Like, you know, driving a bus to work shit on earth is being early. You know what I'm saying? If you early, it's like a cardinal sin. No bullshit. I was like six minutes early one day. White supervisor pulled up on me. You know what he said? He's like, yo, slow down. There's fucking supervisors out here. And <laughs> shut up. Black supervisor would have got out, made a whole scene, did all this. Cra- it's just like, I don't understand. Matthew came. Yo, right. what, what's your account number? Hey, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I totally agree with her on that joint. Like, blacks, when they get a, a any type of anything, assistant manager, assistant, it like, it's over. It's right. curtains. You know, like, you know I'm about to own this, right? About <laughs> <laughs> to mine and shit. Man, this corner right here, 11. percent This shit is mine, motherfucker. I got stock options. Fuck y'all. Crazy. All right. Do you think that anybody will ever reach the star power that Michael Jackson had? No. Hell no, no fuck no. <laughs> Not at all. No. Hell no fuck That was no. an easy one. Beyonce is the closest thing that we have, and y'all pirate her fucking music. Y'all don't even appreciate her for the fucking national treasure that <laughs> she is. So it's yo, like, honestly, yo, now that I'm thinking about that shit, yo, like, Michael Jackson beat, like, child molestation. You know what I'm saying? on top of a car. With right. pajamas, with pajamas on. on. And a Captain Crunch jacket. <laughs> Wallin'. Mike straight got, he went down. because he knew he wasn't going. He like, man, I already figured this shit out, man. I'm saying, this is formality. <laughs> Where like, the fuck I want the court? Drake, Jay-Z, nobody could go through. Nobody could get arrested and charged with child endangerment for sexual activities and, and you know. And still make people faint. Still. With, run around fire. with armies and all that crazy <laughs> shit. Like, there's no way on earth that's happening. So, hell no. Nobody. And Mike came to Summer Jam. <laughs> but he was wild annoyed at that show. Mike really got the summer jam. Was like, damn, this is really where I'm at with it. Like, shit. Whitney, Whitney was huge, and I don't think anybody's ever gonna get to Whitney. Whitney beat crack, like the whole crackhead type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like Beyonce couldn't do that. Beyonce like couldn't become a crackhead, and we still like, you know, I don't think so. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think the Beehive is, is kind of loyal. Nah, They'll start doing crack. Whitney was like, smoking crack. <laughs> right. Whitney was wilding on like. Yeah. Remember the interview, the Diane Sawyer joint? She was like, "I crack is whack." Like, I, that's like that was the worst answer. You know, I, I, I love Whitney. We yeah. don't do crack. Like she said, "Yeah, do you smoke?" She's like, "Crack is cheap. Crack is whack." I make too much money to smoke crack. Like. That's some, you on crack. All the wrong answers. <laughs> like, if somebody came to me like, yo, you know, Chad on crack, and I come to Chad like, 
Yo, you on crack and chat? Like, crack is cheap. <laughs> crack is whack. I make too much money to smoke crack. I'm like, like this nigga's on crack. Chat on crack. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so I, I don't see anybody catching Whitney or Mike, male or female. Whitney's voice was too amazing, and Mike's stage, you know, presence was... Mm-hmm. No, nothing's going to catch that. Uh, Let me see. All right. As a fashionable guy, I guess this is clearly for you. Um... <laughs> Because I have on shorts. <laughs> do you, <laughs> as a fashionable guy, do you still have the urge to go hard with clothes when there's so many people in the city wearing knockoff and replica everything? Um, it's definitely difficult to like care, but I can't even lie. I just bought another fucking eight hundred dollar Gucci shirt yesterday. So, well, um, I mean, I don't know. I just like and appreciate clothing and like design yeah, you and gotta like stay true to the, yourself yeah in the mind i always like clothes like since i was 12 years old you know what i'm saying it's like as soon as i got old enough to make my own money i spent it on clothes that's just part of who is this part of the fabric of who i am and i don't even know where my like expensive taste and all that shit come from but like i dress for me i don't dress really for nobody else mm-hmm. but i could see how if somebody else is like dressing for the people if they could be like I don't even want to do this shit because motherfuckers wearing X, Y, Z. Like, I saw a bunch of fucking questionable designer items this weekend <laughs> floating around Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, that's sketchy. <laughs> but I'm going to still spend this. I don't know if they make that in that color. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, but it's like, it is what it is, man. It eats its own. Once I learned to let people just be happy and wear their knockoffs and all that shit and have their own fun, it is what it is. The people that need to know is going to know. And that's just basically how I live my life, man. So I, I get dressed for me. Any compliments that come with it is just, like, additional reinforcement that I'm doing the right shit. Yeah. Top five requests. Top five rap intros ever. Oh, man. Wow. Um, Meek Mill Dreams and Nightmares is definitely in there. It has to be. There's no way around it. Um, Jay-Z is Hover to God. Oh. That was volume three or Dynasty? That was, uh... <laughs> I'm acting like they can't see me on camera. I'm like, nah, chill, bro. Don't put yeah. that in there. No, nah, that's in there. Nah. Intuition is there, even with my visions and pictures. Oh, you're yeah. talking about the dynasty intro. No, if I could go. Yeah, yeah. that's dynasty, spare. right? Oh, yeah. I thought you were yeah. saying something else. My fault. Yeah, yeah. dynasty intro is definitely in there. Yeah, absolutely. Jay Z's um, The Prelude was good, too. On Kingdom Come. I, was, I, I listened to that. Kingdom Come once, broke some <laughs> weed up on it, and then. It Couch your shit. Yeah. Now I break weed up on it. Um, So that's two. Um. Uh, Little Wayne Carter two intro. Carter two intro was great. That's uh, yeah. what was the name of it? The, um, the Carter, right? No, it, it was. It like had a name. Of them. No, I'm talking about the the song itself. It yeah, had a it name. Definitely had a name. It wasn't like the intro. Oh no, that was Carter one. My bad. Yeah, I'm gonna just stay out this one. I can't think <laughs> of the joint. Stay this one. While Chad's putting this together, I'm gonna say, Stillmatic is probably the best intro I've heard. The Dynasty intro. Dreams and Nightmares. Would Follow the Leader be considered an intro? Eric B. Joint, Rakim, since that was a f- the first song on the album? If um, so, if I, so, then yes. I'm putting that in there. <laughs> and the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put Drake intro on Nothing Was the Same up there. That joint was everything. Tuscan Leather? Tuscan Leather was uh, Tuscan Leather is stupid. Excellent. Carl told, tried to tell me it wasn't like stupid. great. I'm like, Carl, relax. Tuscan Leather is stupid. Tuscan Leather is stupid. Oh, Lil Wayne Jones is The Mob. The Mob. Yeah, there you go. I couldn't stupid. think of the name of it. Yeah, that was good. Stupid. That was good. Uh, here we go. I think all these different weekends in different cities is a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> but when I look at vids and pics, it's fucking ten niggas in a section to one chick. What can we do to get more exclusive females to come out? This is clearly for you because I don't. Do all right. Sexual. Um, 
the exclusive females thing is this. The nightlife in Philadelphia has dramatically changed post-AI era for two reasons. One, there is no AI. <laughs> two, there's no Lou Williams. And three, there are really no like top-flight dope boys that are of a certain age, like the guys older than me. Mm. A lot of them guys are dead doing fucking 13 years in the fucking feds, or they, the ones that skated out of that, them indictments and all of that shit, they reserving their money, so they're not coming out. So once you factor in all of those different things, it's no service that's being geared towards the women. So women of a certain caliber were used to being able to come to the club and know if this athlete or this dope boy don't grab me, all of us out of line and pay for us, somebody else will because they coming from an era Early 2000s where everybody had money and everybody was coming outside. You had AI, Beanie Siegel, all of the fucking state property niggas, all of the other Sixers that was tagging along trying to do what AI was doing. The ball players from other cities that would come here was going out because they wanted to see where AI was going. You know what I'm saying? So it was like it was a chain reaction of different people following around different shit trying to see what Chuck going to do or what Beans going to do or what Steve Brody going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like chasing motherfuckers that was really having that bag and spinning it. Motherfuckers that got money now, they afraid to let that shit go. So it's like when you see the young niggas, all they know is we hustled on the block all day. It's 10 of us. We spent uh, $2,000 for this section. Everybody put 200 up. Fuck them bitches. <laughs> so it ain't no courtesy to the women. <laughs> man, them, that man, that bitch, man, they ain't putting on this shit. And I'm saying she fucking. So it's like if it ain't like, it ain't about being in the company of beautiful women. It's like, right. oh, she fucking, she ain't fuck. Oh, man, fuck them nut ass bitches. Like, so that's what you see. You see globs and globs of niggas around and no estrogen. And then normally these are the same niggas that's getting shot or shooting something after the club because their energy is so riled up and charged up that they getting met with, that their aggression is getting met with more aggression. So it's like, if y'all insert some women into y'all circumference, it'll calm all of that bullshit down. So it's like, it's very, very hard to get, it's still bad chicks in Philly. Don't get it fucked up. Right. They don't come outside. I know a lot of them. They don't come outside. A lot of them was outside last night, though, for Trey Song shit at Vandy Grand. I walked, it was like, fuck VIP, like, what the fuck, what are you doing here? I ain't seen you in years. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing outside, number one? And what are you doing in Vanity Grand, number two? Trying to suck Trey dick. Yep. <laughs> Hoping that Trey uh, passed him a cup of his piss and asked him to drink it. Let me, let me the lust you. in their eyes was like, yo, Trey, <laughs> please shit in my ear, Trey. Please. Anything you want. I love you. <laughs> With the way that the season ended, who do you got? Still as your MVP. Is it still Russell Westbrook or is it still hard? It's Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I got Westbrook. I, I, I think the NBA is absolutely ridiculous now with this whole award ceremony shit that it's they're doing. For money, all for money. Yeah, but, but I'm shit. telling Ron and Larry, I told you, like, <clears throat> I, I remember the night AI got his MVP. Like, holding that joint up before the Raptors game. Like, that shit was done. And that, just the thought of that not being around no more is like, damn, like the fans can't even cheer for the player right. who just won the MVP. It's like you got a fucking award ceremony. It's like I, I really hate where money is going, like like what it's done to it's certain all about things. commerce and that's expanding the, the game. About. That's, that's just it made strange. into a show, right? It's a, yes, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an award show. show. Yeah. And Drake's hosted, hosted by Drake. Drake. <laughs> yeah, right. wow. Question for you real quick. I'm going to just add, no, not in there. I'm just asking you. You're a movie guy. What's your top five movies? Because we did that on our top five, top five. Uh, Malcolm X. That's that's my favorite movie of all time. Um, Goodfellas. 
casino. Um, damn. I don't really go past that. That's what, that's it. Top three, really. You said four movies, though. You said Malcolm X, Goodfellas, and, and Casino. Oh, I thought you said something else. Mm. We did. The, did you listen to our top five episode when we did movies? I don't think so. I don't guys. think I caught that. Killer season. Exactly. Fucking exactly. Yeah, I'm missing some episodes. I want to, because I, I literally, it's like four questions in here that are all pertaining to the same thing. You're trying to find a way to, like, group, group them into one. Group it all in. Cohesive question. Women want a woman on the show. Okay. You want to handle this? All right. Chad's going to go left. I used to be know. on her show. I was on a show. With a, like, with a chick. Yes, exactly. And we're, then we're going to wrap it up right. after that. Cheated I'm about it. to give y'all a psychology lesson. I'm going to say what I feel after this, the too. Reason, I'm going to let you The go. reason why y'all want a woman on this show is twofold. One, you want to, you want to, people will relate to people that look and sound like them. So naturally, a woman will relate to a woman mm-hmm. more. I get that. However, I, I and Matt are not prepared to put a woman on this platform simply for the sake of putting a woman on the platform. It needs to be someone that is smart, intelligent, is going to do the same work and research that we do to put into the show so that the chemistry meshes well on air with us. Second fold, y'all only want a woman on the show because of the fucking breakfast club. That's the only reason why y'all want a woman it's, on the it's show. It's tradition to have two you know men now, it's, so now, because the breakfast club is as big as it is, it's become tradition to have right. two men and one woman on a show. However, there are so many different other media mediums that have one guy or one woman or all women or two guys like me and Matt or Joe Rogan's show sometimes has 10 fucking guys. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to fit into the box of being the Philly Breakfast Club. I don't want that for my show because I personally fucking hate the Breakfast Club. <laughs> I think it's. I don't think it's that good. Like I, I, it's, me the, it's the I, Charlemagne. I, like, I like Brilliant Idiots way more than I it's like. It's the Charlemagne show mm-hmm. with envy sometimes making sense and Angela Yee sitting there trying to get her shit off. It's not a very good structurally sound program. Y'all watch the Breakfast Club because they get top flight guests. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with them as a collectively being a great media medium. Right. And y'all just get me. <laughs> You're good. Thanks, Matt. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So it's <laughs> I'm like. I'm trying to get a role. <laughs> I understand the why of it, but in all reality, the reason why you truly want it in the in your back of your brain is so that it can be more relatable to something else you like and you can compare us to The Breakfast Club, which is what I absolutely do not ever, ever Yeah, I don't want to be like. compared to anything. I want to be in our own lane. That's exactly how I feel. And a third point. Every single woman That's where I was that we've reached out to to do this show has made some form of a ridiculous demand or asked me to fucking speak to somebody else other than them to schedule them for my show, even though I was talking to them right in the moment or agreed to do the show and canceled in favor <laughs> now, of see, doing now, now, something see, this else. Is, now, can I pick up, please? Thank you. I appreciate it. This is what you don't understand is that, <clears throat> excuse me, Kurt hit us up. Like, yo, I'm, I'm going to be in Philly. Yeah. I'm coming through. 
Kurt can't break I mean, through. I don't have a manager. Or I got to do my own PR and all that Spank, shit. who <laughs> tours with the biggest comedian <laughs> on earth. Spank said, I'm coming to Philly tomorrow. I'm only going to be in Philly for a night. Do y'all like, want to do this? I'm like, bro, why don't you come do the podcast? I was actually going to do it. Remember, I, I told him, like, yo, let's do it next month when you come back from all of the, the touring. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm going to be in Philly tomorrow. If y'all want to squeeze it. I'm, I'm like, yo, I call you. You're like, yo, let's get him in there. Boom. Yeah. Spank came right through. No problem. He hits AO up for the for the um this is crazy part. A- AO was not supposed to be on the social media yeah. episode. He didn't want to do it. It was supposed <laughs> to be he he didn't want to do it. It was supposed to be a woman and Nerd Nash. The day before she canceled on us. To do a local television network in Philadelphia. And we called <laughs> AO, AO and it wound up being a classic fucking episode. So here we are with Ao, who is, is a drunk, but he's a streetball legend. <laughs> Spank, who is torn and doing his thing, shows, movies. You doing your thing. You got the fucking number one thing on Netflix, and y'all come right through. It's no problem. We've reached out to a few different women that do yeah. different shit. Chad, literally, I, I'm talking about. I watched the whole like you know how like you turn the pot on and the oil start the water starts right. to boil. <laughs> I watched it boil to the point where he was like, hey, "Fuck this!" Like I'm not even going because. It's so ridiculous. It's like, why are you sending us through people? And we're like, yo, you're not Oprah. Contact my publicist. It's like, sis, I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> like, why can't you look in your phone like I do and look at your calendar and see, oh, hey, even if it's 19 Sundays from now yeah. to say, hey, in 19 Sundays, I'm available. I mean, that's the fucked up part about entertainment a lot of people want to be famous before they put in the work and it's like why am i calling your manager you ain't booked for nothing else you have nothing going on you don't have a schedule tell me come on this fucking podcast and do what the fuck you do like and 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 the show we did with spank which if go back and listen to episode six styrofoam cup boys was fucking excellent did a lot of downloads Spank couldn't do it at night because we always record at night. Yeah, we changed around our recording day and time just to fit. We'll work around. And went and picked him up and dropped him off. Real talk. People got to get the show done. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I'm a worker. Matt's a worker. You know what I'm saying? We put so much work into this show. I'm sorry, y'all. That we make this shit look so easy and so fucking effortless and that, that, that y'all think that this that. shit is just, you know what I'm saying? That's part of my gift. I'm that nigga. Part of my gift is making hard shit look easy. Here come that ego. Coming you know what I'm saying? So I'm sorry. too soon. I'm sorry that, I, that, that me and Matt have this tremendous fucking blind chemistry that we make this shit look so smooth. It's not easy to do this shit i was saying it the other day to one of my homies who was like saying it to me about like oh you need I, she says yo you need to have a woman on there because she's like some things y'all talk about it's like y'all are just agreeing on and i'll be like oh i don't agree with that so i said i'm like well why don't you come on i mean come on there for, like you just yo, said I hate that <laughs> you, I'm, 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 I'm gonna talk about it go ahead you just <laughs> said you should have a woman on there i'm like well why don't you come on there you breaking she was like you ain't had a woman up there yet a woman guess none i'm like well why don't you come up there break the ice and she was like i mean because i got so much to do it's like when do y'all record this and i'm like we'll record around you just so you can come up there and be the first and then she's saying it like yeah you haven't had a woman y'all don't have a woman co-host or a woman guest i'm like so i started breaking down who we asked who and then she like, oh damn! And I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's really like a <laughs> list of women that we reach out, and, and it's always something. 
Like don't like don't make diva demands. Like because I don't get diva demands from other people. You gotta understand, we not the Breakfast Club. So no, we not sending you an Uber X. We'll come get you. <laughs> right. No problem. I'll Uber you. <laughs> I'll come get you. Bring you something from Wawa too. <laughs> like whatever. But understand that we don't have a, a, a Viacom behind us. Yeah. This is grassroots. So it's like we reach out to you. It's because obviously we think highly of you. You see me not bringing bullshit up here. We've had working comedians, working right. actors, working writers, producers, workers up here. Nerd, who runs one of the biggest cultural sites. Up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, Oh, yeah. Nerd is relaunching. Yeah, Nerd at the cooltable.com. He's going to feature all of our episodes on there yeah. also. Wow. Shout out to Nerd. Nerd at the cooltable.com. Check that out. But it's just like, yeah, like that. You build relationships and you go on from there. We've done it with so many different people now to the point where, like, Clint is like, yo, when y'all come to out for, for the podcast convention in Anaheim, Come get with me, man. I'll take y'all to all the... that? Uh, it's in Anaheim, California. In, in August. Oh, August. Oh, August right. 23rd. I so think you're going to hit me up this time when you're I out? I told like, you. Yeah. I was right. hit you up the yeah. last time. Clint flat right. out was I'm like, yo, I'll take y'all to all depth. I'll take y'all to all depth digital and we can shoot a skit because he's like, he got, you know, <laughs> free. And it's just like, dog, that's really how it is. Like, Reddy told me, yo, when you come out LA, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Reddy. Fuck <laughs> 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 out of here. It's like, no, Reddy my man. Shout <laughs> out to Reddy Rock. <laughs> I had Reddy gas one day. I'm like, yeah, man, I come to LA. I hit Kurt. Kurt going to answer the phone. He like, Kurt, play like that yo he's like i don't that's know what that's, that's why i said fuck Reddy because Reddy lives in la I, yeah. and I, I never seen him i haven't seen him yet that's because he be hanging with all type of chinese women and yeah, shit like that right. shit. putting pictures up in laws and shit yeah. like, Reddy, where the fuck are you man Reddy getting everywhere delivered it costs more than your house <laughs> crazy shit but no real talk it's like you 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 do things and you you move and i'm starting to understand it like how to move through this thing a little bit differently and you know just think differently think outside the box you know what i'm saying right. that's what you got to do but it's like, yo, we've reached out to several different people, and it went south. Because then at the at the end of the day, you also don't want to bring nobody up here, like we said, is on some bullshit. We could bring bullshit-ass, dumb-ass guests up all day long, fucking week. But it's not about that. It's a platform that we take serious, that we enjoy. Right. We really our, like this that shit. That our people who our people who listen to it take very serious. You know what I'm saying? It's, I I, I want to speak on that shit, man. Rock out, Go people. Ahead. Like, I don't care about opinions, because if, if you look at anything I work on, you say, I don't like it. Cool. Well, tell me what you didn't like about it, so I won't do it the next yeah. time. But when you start getting into, well, I would have did this, and I mean, I would have wrote it this way, and I would have shot the camera. Like, well, then do it. Right. I'll support you. <laughs> like, until then, shut the fuck up, man. Like, the chick that was telling you all that shit, and you like, all right, well, we'll come to it. Well, you know, I'll, it's like you can't take that yeah, pressure. You like, call people bluff, and then it's like, uh. <laughs> it's like I put too much. I've been in this for seven years, and I put too much work in. I had yeah. too many down, too many downsides of, of 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 my career for you to tell me what you would do and how you would do it. But you're not doing it, right. so I'm, I'm not even listening to you and anymore. And that, that that to 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 follow up on what Chad was saying, it's like I feel like we do have a weird thing where it just it comes off as like effortless but it's like Ch y'all don't realize how i text chad like don't i like chad literally be annoyed with me because he'll send me this topic i'm like oh, what the fuck is this now i gotta go read and do yeah. something and it's just like yo it, it it is what it is this shit is a constant thing it's like if it's seven days in a week we're working on this show at some on some level five days out of the week i mean i was gonna say I mean, every day you like, gotta I, you gotta live in your craft like if 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 you, any entrepreneur, whether it's podcasts, clothes, film, if you don't live in that shit, y'all said five days, seven days a week, then what you doing it for? Yeah. It's it's like, like, a friend of mine, 
we we talk about like TV and movies and shit, and she might ask me one question, and I'll go on a tangent. She'd be like, "Whoa, movie guy, like, <laughs> right. like, chill." I asked you one fucking yeah. question, and you going on? I'll be like, "My bad," because I live in this shit. Yeah. This, this is what I love to talk about. This is what I love to do. So, it, it, people don't understand the work it takes to build something from the ground up. They they never gonna get it. Right? Yeah, I'm starting to see it now. It's like, yo, this is like. There be days where I legit like yo I'm too like today I was exhausted I told Chad like, I was literally exhausted but I'm like I gotta get up here you know what I'm saying like right. we got a guest coming now like, like, like I got let me get my ass up here it's just certain things that fly certain things that don't and I'm starting to understand it more and more every day so it's like people will say oh why don't you do this or why don't you do that then why don't you do it like this and my reply is like yo go listen to that. Right. You understand what that's I'm all. If that's what you love, that's already there. It's already established as what that is. Come to us for the real shit. Come to us for intellectual conversation with a comedic spin to it. Come to us for something different. If you want that mold of whatever it, that medium is, it already exists. You like it already. It's okay to like something else. <laughs> it's like you look at the like you look at a uh, Breakfast Club, Charlemagne. Has a podcast, and would y'all consider Breakfast Club the the, the pinnacle of honestly? It's radio not the media of, of of media. No, it's the pinnacle of popularity. Popularity, okay. But as far as the quality of the media, text don't run circles around them. To, to me, like, honestly, right. like, really, like, idiots is way better. When than I, when it comes to Breakfast, Breakfast Club, they gotta have somebody extremely interesting for me to like click on it and watch the interview because right. the interviews really be that. Right. Bad I haven't watched all of them. No way, hell no. Right. But like I just watched the Chris Rock joint. Before that, I think the last Breakfast Club joint I watched was like Oskino and Petey when they was on mm. their whole and little that tour. Was terrible. <laughs> I was, was like, terrible. damn, Owen Owen Petey was so much better on Drink Champs. You know, it was like two yeah. completely different people. And Petey was so much better on Doggy Diamonds podcast, and O was so much better on on Tax on, on Stone, and he was so much better on uh What's the name on uh uh drink champs? That's what I said on drink. Yeah, yeah. Owen Petey was all that on drink champs. Talking about getting yeah. coming from the the Roosevelt John Boulevard. It's like the Breakfast Club, like he said, it's just a popular thing, and it's like the format that everybody's like the comedian, the nigga that's in the music game, and then the pretty chick. And it's just like, right. yeah, that's a cool format. I mean, I understand that it works, but it's like, understand this ain't a radio show. We don't work for fucking right. iHeart. You know what I'm saying? It's a podcast. So it's right. like, Charlamagne has a podcast. Angela Yee has a podcast. DJ Envy has a podcast. Neither one of their podcasts is even remotely close to the same right. thing. Envy has a podcast with his wife. Charlamagne has a podcast that I love with Andrew Schultz, where they basically go back and forth all day from the black and the Jewish standpoint. And then Angela Yee has lip service, which is yeah, just hoes sex, talking sex podcast. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're not going to brilliant idiots to listen to sex talk. Right. You're going to <laughs> consider your audience. <laughs> you're going to lip service. So it's just like, yeah, it's like stop. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, with black media, when they can't pinpoint, like pigeonhole you to something, then it's like. Well, you need to be more like this. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if they don't have nothing to compare you to because then you just fall into your own lane and then it's like, oh, well, they just have a good show, but it's not like this. You know what I'm saying? It's like they be wanting something to compare you to, and it's very, very frustrating. This shit is real, yo. It's insane. And it's like, yo, I, I get so many people who hit me up, man, from all different types of places. Like, it's... 
it's amazing. Like I get, I chick hit me up the other day from Florida and was like, "Yo, I love y'all show. How y'all cover this wide range of topics. Y'all go in talk about what needs to be talked about. The Santa third. Like I love every one of y'all episodes. I'm a faithful supporter, and I put all my friends and family on. Like uh, that's fly. Yeah, this kind of changed my life too. Like I'm, I get a lot of DMs about like how to get into the game and you know how how I started. Like so, it definitely put me in a different different bracket. So. I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, it's like you you know, sometimes it's like I you know, you just can't please everybody. But it's like never. The, the people that you <laughs> can please, keep pleasing them and you know, right. Hope for the best. Because I saying? guarantee you for all of those people that are saying y'all need a woman on the show, you need a woman on the show, you want a woman on the show. You put a woman on the show, you're going to have certain fans that's going to say, "Well, the chemistry not the same as when it was just you and you and Chad." Yeah. Ain't no, they never going to be pleased. There's like one thing I can guarantee about this shit, man. It's like being an entrepreneur and building something, like, you're going to lose your sanity. You're going to lose sleep. Like, y'all niggas saying y'all had two hours of sleep. Yeah. You're going to lose your hair, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. What's man. crazy is I'm over here like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to lose your hair. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose family members. And the fucked up part about all that is when you start reaching some type of success, ain't no guarantee you're going to get any of that shit back. And it's like, you're going to keep talking shit about what I do like nigga you don't know what I've been through right. this shit. Yeah, I will say this man you figure we're uh, closing in on our 20th episode right we started this on January 17th, 17th. right February March April May it's, it's not even at May 17th yet we've yeah. literally been doing this for four months what we 200 and some thousand downloads almost thousand downloads almost a quarter million downloads from a grassroots podcast, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about somebody who's on. What's the big one? Uh, that's uh, loudspeaker. Loudspeaker. I'm not talking about somebody or play who, it. Or play it. I'm not. With none, no real marketing. Nothing. This is just two dudes who was cool with each other and was like, "Yo, let's do a podcast." And literally, this is from us putting it out on on Facebook, putting it out on Instagram, putting it out on Twitter that we got a podcast and people who follow us that. Tell their friends and those friends telling others right. that this is word of mouth. Word of mouth, we got an episode that's got almost a hundred thousand downloads. And this goes back to Chad. We had actually had a discussion uh, earlier this week with one of our female listeners about the whole ad and marketing thing. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we had a basically a conversation because Matt said something on air, which is basically like, yo, people ba- basically the whole conversation stemmed around people attempting to wiggle their way on the show when really all they needed to do is just buy an ad and advertise whatever their fuck their product is or pay us for a product review. So this comment was basically from Matt like, yo, you know, do you really have a business if you don't have an ad budget or some sort of marketing, you know, expense that you're willing to incur for your business? So there was a whole back and forth between us and, uh, you know, a listener of the show and also a friend of mine, somebody I've known for a very, very long time. And it was basically like me explaining to her like, the benefits of marketing with a podcast like the difference between radio and a podcast is that radio once it happens it's over unless somebody's sitting there with a uh with some sort of ripper box to catch that radio stream and to download it it's once it happens it's over whereas with a podcast it's recorded downloaded stored on the internet and it's here forever until we delete it from the internet so 
you never know if that episode that you paid for marketing on based off of 10,000 downloads, if it turns around and gets 250,000 downloads, I can't come to you as a business owner and ask you for more money because you got more than what you paid for. That's just your luck of the draw for being in the game. As they say with the lottery, you can't win it if you're not in it. Yeah. So if you're not actively at, you know, advertising and participating, you never know which one is going to be that episode that you put that you put your ad on and then it goes to the fucking moon. We don't know when we're going to have our Birdman moment. We don't know if we have <laughs> Gilly the Kid or somebody up here and 300,000 people decide to download the fucking episode. Like, mm-hmm. perfect example. Look at, like I said, the Migos episode. That was our third episode. It right. gets downloaded thousands of times every week. Every week. So if you bought an ad on that for, what were we charging Dan? Let's keep it real. Forty dollars. Forty dollars for ads at that time. You bought a you bought an ad on yeah. there. Every week is thousands of people listening to that. They now what happens ad. in a year when we move to the upper echelon of things, and now you getting fifty, sixty, fat like Brilliant Idiots does two fifty a week. Like they new episodes yeah. come out, they do two hundred fifty thousand downloads a week. Joe Rogan's doing millions a week. What happens then? Because you know what people do? People who become a fan of the shit, like I did with Brilliant Idiots, like I did with Drink Champs, went back and listened to all of them. Well, same right. thing I did with Tax Stone. I went yeah. back. I, I, I got Even I, Tax. I went I back and listened to two episodes, and I went back to the beginning. I was like, I love this shit. And that was like, and, and once I got through all the Tax Stone shit, I was like, yo, we got to do this fucking show. I'm like, I'm like the whole thing with, with Tax Stone show, I liked his approach, but I also liked the fact that his profile was more closer to mine as from a who he is standpoint than anybody else in media at the time. So I'm like, yo, if he can do this shit, I can definitely do this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Because it was like, he's a regular guy. He's not like right. no guy that been on radio for fucking 30 years or whatever fucking he's doing a podcast. That's like a natural transition. He's a street guy that decided to do a fucking podcast and his shit worked mm-hmm. because of his perspective and, and the way that and, he And one thing I want to say to the to our, to our your friend, our, our listener that we was talking about it with, I wasn't saying like, yo, you got a small business, da 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 why don't you have an ad budget, da da My thing was... You're reaching out to me, to him, like, yo, let me come on a show so I can just end the third. It's like, well, just buy an ad. I'm not talking about, like, if you have a small business and you're not thinking about advertising. Like, but my thing is, you can't, I can't go to some like, going to you, like, yo, do this for me. And you, like, well, why don't you, like, when I say, yo, put me in a movie, and you, like, yo, you got to move to LA. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like what, something has to happen. Right. There right. has to be an action step. Right. You, you <laughs> Ex- got to put yourself in position. Exactly. To you got. I say it all the time when I play six card rummy with the old heads. Like I'll, you know, I don't know if either one of y'all know how to play six card. We play it for yeah. ten, twenty, thirty, and it gets crazy. And I'm like, whenever I make a set and pick a card up to match my ten or my nine, I put myself in a position to win this hand. <laughs> so next card is over for y'all. Like yeah. you got to put yourself in a position. You don't do that. You can't really expect the next person to be like, oh, all right. Yeah, like, yo, let's do the podcast. He kept, kept going, pursuing it, and right. it's like, all right, Chad's really serious about this. Let me see what's up. It got to the point where my final statement on it was, hey, I'm doing this podcast with or without with you. Right. Do you want to do this? And then Matt found a studio, and then, I'm saying, then I came up in here and met with him, with, the, with Justin, with the studio. And then now, four months later, almost a quarter million downloads, we have two national sponsors starting in the next two episodes. Like. Yeah. We have one sponsor that's local here in Philadelphia. Somebody I knew his whole life since he was a fucking baby. And he's sponsoring the show week in and week out. And he gave us some cool fucking shorts on top of that. And made us a sponsor of his league. That's what's up. 
I'm saying it's like oh, let's, oh we got fifty thousand streams too, so we got almost over three hundred thousand listeners. How about it? That's what's up. Shit is real. You Congratulations to y'all. Oh, grassroots, man. Hey, we appreciate it. It's been a good four months, man. You know I mean, so I think that's everything yeah. <laughs> in our universe for right now. Um, any parting shots before you get out of here, uh, director, um, producer, writer, Kurt? On Netflix, Deuces, Brotherly Love, and Streets are all on there. You know, three great projects I, you know, was a part of. So check those out if you haven't Quincy seen them was already. a piece of shit in Brotherly Love. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, when, when are you going to get your <laughs> acting back on? I don't want to act. You I had a small role in a... You had a small role in Deuces, didn't you? He's in Deuces. For like I a split a little, second. Split, 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 split little right. joint. Picking yeah. the package up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a little role in Streets. Streets, that I, I didn't want to do none of them. Yeah. Right? But Streets... Um, they looked around and was like, yo, we need a light-skinned nigga. Right. The yeah. person <laughs> that, We need a light-skinned gangster. Anybody here? <laughs> Kurt, know, get it. Hop in. Streets Kurt. was our first movie. So low budget. You know, the person that was supposed to do that part. You know, backed out okay. on us last second, and you know it was like Kurt. Not nobody else. You got to be flex, and I was like, <laughs> you was flex, right. and Dev was burger, and Dev was burger. <laughs> Dev, Dev got the shits back. <laughs> it was only a movie though, not in real life, not in real life. But fucking um, too. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta no do, poop. man. Like the same people that was you know fronting on us when we um, was doing streets because it was yeah. so low budget. Streets you know, a good movie, man. Like you know, I actually enjoy Streets. It's a good it was, movie. It was, yeah. I, I mean, actually enjoy. You know, it. we we harp on good stories. You know, it has to. I all like Sparks. Make sense. I want to see Sparks act yeah, more because Sparks is Sparks has such shit. a energy, about charisma. Him. Yeah, he yeah. just has that shit. I was watching State Property Two last week. Remember, we ran up. The bull was on the phone. Yeah. Nigga, you on the phone? Yeah, we getting robbed right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I bet that wasn't in the script. Yeah, <laughs> like Sparks just yeah. has that. We in, we in the hole for ninety, y'all. You, you ain't moving. You ain't moving. Like Sparks has that. Like I, yeah. I like Sparks a lot when it comes to acting. I want to see him do more acting. Yeah, but that's all I got. Working <laughs> that's on. That's all I got. A lot more. I got a lot more shit coming for you. Most importantly, gonna put us in a movie. That's we, important. We're doing the remake of Who's the Man? Remember Ed Lover, Doctor Dre. What's crazy is I really don't want to talk too much in, but that's really I was dead serious. I was like, that would be fly to see a hip hop. Yeah. Comedy drama, like, because it doesn't happen now, and it's fucked up. Because it's like when you look at Who's the Man, it was what 92, 91, and shit. Mm-hmm. I went to the movies to see Who's the Everybody, Man. Everybody, listen, Queen Latifah, Naughty by Nature, Guru, fucking yeah. everybody was in that joint. Like, uh, trying to think who else. Um, I can't, Salt and Pepper, like, everybody, everybody, who, everybody. all of hip hop came out and yeah. was Grandmaster Flash, uh. Fab Five Freddy, like everybody was in that joint. And then, like, you look now, it's like we don't have those anymore. Where it's just those hip hop movies where yeah. everybody's in to show love and support. And right. it's just not like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The barbershop that they had in the joint, Bernie Mac was in there. Bill Bellamy was in. Like, everybody was in that You gym. should write it, man. Sit down and write it. Yo, boy. What's up with you? Ain't shit. I don't know how to fucking write no script. My shit don't look like that. You help me. I'll, I'll definitely write it. Clint, actually, he uh he um emailed me like a how to write a script. Yeah. John, and I was like, yo, I'm going to sit down. 
I'm gonna really read this John one day. I was in the bedroom, like I'm gonna read this shit, man. Try to see if I can really do that. Mm-hmm. My girl came in the room, was like, "Hey, I'm making some turkey burgers. You want one?" I threw that shit to the side. <laughs> it never went, never picked the shit back up. Never to be seen again. Yeah. Dave Chappelle say, "Thrown into the tall grass." <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> hey. nah, I completely forgot about that shit. Clint, I'm working with Clint on something too, though. Yeah, so. that's what's up. Yeah, Clint's moving and Spank. And we we shout out to Spank. We brought yeah, Spank's him up. Spank's the next. Spank's another one. I'm he working he on might be on Spank his glow too. up soon. He, yeah. he is. Spank is putting in in work yeah. outside. Of, you know, outside of Kev. He's yeah. like, I've been doing this shit on my own. Hell yeah. You know, as he should. So, yeah. so I mean, you see how it comes full circle. All the friends of the show, man. Everybody got shit going on. Right. So what I will challenge the listeners to, to do and say is like, hey, if you know a dope female that has something positive going on in the Philadelphia. New Jersey, Delaware, or even New York DMV region that would be willing to come on the show. Not to say that she's going to be a part of the show, but if they got something going on to be a part of the show, something talked, at least a segment worth of information. A segment is 30 minutes. The, the sad part is we had a whole show like we put together based around buying, black, buying back the block, basically like real mm-hmm. estate, wealth, Credit alone, you know, all of that. All that. And we had a couple people that we was going to put together, and it was, she was one of them, and, you know, it fell through. In the so, bushes. So it's like we didn't scrap the episode. We still have that jotted down, yeah. but, you know, we got to right, start back. So it's like, so up. whatever dope, you know, I, I I want some beautiful women up here, some successful women up here, you know what I'm saying? I'm shout out to all. Try to get somebody pregnant. Shout so out to like, all of the uh, <laughs> black women I saw getting their degrees. Oh, man. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to yeah. that, yeah. man. That was good. I saw that shout all up and down. Dev said, what about our Nubian white queens? Let's not forget them. And I I, I said, hey, Dev, uh, especially them, but not right now, now, brother. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Nubian white queens, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, definitely shout out all the women I saw. I I, I made a post yesterday, and I'm like, my whole timeline is just beautiful black women getting their degrees. Meanwhile, I done argued with four different niggas for sneaking on the back of the bus today. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on out here in North Philly. What, what wrong turn Yo, you niggas uh, took. You niggas is tripping. It's graduation day. Like, women graduating left and right. I'm right called a transit police on you, you niggas. You sneaking on the joint at Ron Lee <laughs> So some man just drive. Like, shit is get crazy. You tripping, big man. Yeah, get the sign out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right, so, oh but I am. Uh, well, my birthday is in like less than an hour. Lit. And, um. On Saturday, the 20th, I'm having a birthday party. Day party, 1776 Ben Franklin Parkway. Um, Friday's right, rooftop, right? right? Right on top of Friday's, so from 5 to 9 on Saturday. So Come, come celebrate for, Kurt birthday. Yeah. Is it like a dress code or anything? No, like you not can at wear, all. Is that not how you get when it's... <laughs> <laughs> I know how you get. <laughs> Moccasins and all Yo, Matt, Matt so makes so much shit up about me. <laughs> like, who <laughs> are these people think I'm Yo. really Hollywood, man? Kurt come through with something Far crazy on that's but, what's uh, up, though, man. Yeah, come help me celebrate this young 32. We're getting better, man. Yeah. All right, so quick administrator before we leave. As always, make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube channel. Watch all the YouTube videos. Like them. Uh, share them. Um, hit the little bell so that you get uh, notifications for when we update uh, the YouTube channel with new videos so that you don't have to guess. You know, hey, Matt and Chad put a new video out. Let's go check this shit out. So make sure you subscribe and hit the bell on YouTube. Oh, we've had over a thousand views all together on our uh, YouTube. Videos. Yeah, we got like a hundred. We got hundred subscribers right now. <laughs> over a thousand views, you know, over all our videos. It hasn't been like a hard push or nothing like that yet. I know that you know as our videos continue to release, the repetition is going to drive traffic back to all the old ones. So I'm not worried about it. Plus, y'all really fuck with us, and for whatever strange reason, y'all tend to do what we say more times than not. Yeah. 
Um, TheRealestMerchEver.com. Not realist like how Plies had the the realest. <laughs> R-E-A-L-E-S-T. The realist. I think ninety percent of black people spell it like that on Instagram. Yeah, that's right, listen, realist. I go through it every three weeks. Like that's a whole different word, Cass. Like that's realist. Realist. R e a l i s t means you are a person who mm-hmm. keeps it real, real no matter what the fuck is going on in life. R e a l e s t is like yo. This is the realest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? When Jeezy said this would be the realest shit I ever wrote, Similar, he didn't put an I in there. But you know different. What I'm saying? It's like, yeah. So, so make sure y'all go to the website, buy a shirt, buy a hat, enter code TRP for free uh, shipping within the United States. Um, the realest merch ever.com. The realest merch ever.com. And we checked, the website is working. I sent Justin the the website it is working properly so cool. buy a shirt buy a hat buy a shirt and a hat buy two shirts and a hat and uh i'm getting a bucket and my uh, my, uh <laughs> matt's gonna have the special issue yeah, bucket special hat. Issue bucket and my um my bomber jacket <laughs> y'all sell y'all sell the posters too of the realest podcast ever. no not yet but we're gonna be working with uh brand dilly marketing on something like that they sent me some really crazy shit that they're able to do with like these stand-up posters our mm. backdrops uh we need to get free shipping to the Netherlands. Oh yeah, we're gonna listen. The, if you in the Netherlands, email the realest podcast ever at gmail.com. I'll find a way to get you free shipping on your merchandise because y'all fuck with us heavy. Yeah. Like heavy. I saw when Just put the stream up on Twitter. He told him, let's go Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my second home. I'm moving out there. Yeah, fuck that. Netherlands is lit. I was gonna move to Vegas. I'm moving to the Netherlands. Fuck I'm, it. I'm definitely moving to Vegas. Yeah. So that's it? That's it. And that, as they say, is that, man. We appreciate y'all. Episode 19 of the uh, Realest Podcast ever. Happy Shout out birthday, to all. Kurt. Happy birthday, Kurt. Thanks. Shout out to all our sponsors. Um, past, present, and future. Dope Shows. Uh, GCK Collection. Um, Brandilly Marketing, North Carolina. And my man AE out of Houston. He still didn't send us his company name yet, so I can't plug you right here. <laughs> but um, his uh, ad is supposed to be starting next week, episode 20. Um, we got a lot of big things coming up. Some special guests we're supposed to have. Uh, I can't say who, but a Philly rap legend on the show, like really, really soon, either next week or the week after. And um, yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that's it, man. Thanks we, for having we appreciate me. you for yep. coming through, Kurt. Make sure I go check out Deuces on Netflix right now. Deuces Streets, Brotherly Love. This uh, brother right here is, you know, partly responsible or wholly responsible for all of those film projects, man. Somewhat. <laughs> I ain't gonna take all that. I'm, my he's driving. He's driving a. Come out. He's driving a foreign truck here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he doesn't live. Really, Chad, Chad. I pull up. I'm late. Chad, like, yeah. Kurt's been here for a while. I'm like, he's got a nice foreign <laughs> truck outside. Why wouldn't he have been here already? Life is good, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Life is cool. You know what I'm I'll saying? I'll be chilling, man. I'll be chilling. Kurt don't sweat nothing. <laughs> all right, y'all. That's episode 19. Rose podcast. Ever we out. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.